Looks like I gotta carry this thing again. God help us all. New technological developments have had as great an impact on our lives as these two idiots. Stop telling me you two are pretty good. Best in the company. Golly, I'm so impressed. You're talking about line of sight. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Welcome to Line of Sight. This is episode 164 for November 22, 2022. My name is Adam. My name is Nathan. And special guest host, the third <laughs> third member, Steve, is back for our, our, our next X-Men discussion. Welcome, Steve. How are you guys doing? Well, I'm doing okay. <laughs> Nathan doesn't sound okay. No, but I am getting Nathan better. Nathan did sound like he was dying. Do you get it when you have a sore throat that it gets worse during the day, no matter what? Like I always this... find it's worse when I wake up yeah. immediately. Oh, really? That's the rawest part. And then once yeah. you get some fluid in there, it gets a bit better. Every day it has been getting better, but like... By like six o'clock in the afternoon, it's just rock. I find but you sound uh, sexy, you sound like Magneto in the future. <laughs> <laughs> old Magneto, <laughs> you sound like old Magneto. Yeah, uh, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> Remember all those years we spent fighting, <laughs> old friend. I think we've had some good... I think this is the one where the X-Men... Uh, I think it's really going to take off. I think we've had some good conversations, but this is, this is going to be a good one. Where it gets My real. prediction is this is going to be the Adam-Steve show. I really don't have a ton of notes for both the I movies. don't have a ton either, but... Um, and I will also say, just quickly, just shut up for a second, Steve. Uh, I find myself... I could easily, like, nitpick the hell out of these movies, but I have no passion. Where it's like, if this was Batman or Star Wars, I would care so much more and complain so much more about stuff. Where it's like, yeah, there's stupid things, but it's just like, whatever. Uh, yeah, and I think it's funny, we've not every time done this but this week uh steve you and i both withheld our ratings on letterbox oh, to you? not tip our hand yeah uh well this I can is see your old it's ratings, pretty controversial though. yeah i will say just as a teaser just to tease a little bit um i think my my rating for both of the two we're talking about is gonna go down a bit oh yeah but i'm not <laughs> Uh, just a bit definitely uh, I think maybe just from hearing you guys talk about how much you don't like them or like first class specifically um, yeah I'll like, talk oh, you yeah, down a bit you, you, you poisoned the waters a bit no I'm just shedding light because my problem it's funny because it's not it's not like a terrible movie um, 
I still think it's probably a better movie overall than The Last Stand. But there are more things in it that make me mad. And this is first class we're talking about. First class, yeah. Yeah. There's more stupid things in it where it's like, why do people love this movie so much? Like, yes, there's good things in it. But there's also so many dumb things. And it just brings it down. So I just get people to recognize that. (laughs) I will say this movie did kind of re-spark my interest in x-men at the time it came out like i remember watching okay it so are we are we are we getting into it we're are in we we're in. are this we're i'm in. getting into it this is okay so this is where the breakthroughs happen last stand first class that's what we're yeah doing. let's let's talk first class uh we're, yeah. we're doing it we're already talking about it okay nathan because i know there. our show is such are a you listening well-oiled machine <laughs> And we always have timestamps, and it's very efficient. It's like an encyclopedia entry. But it was after this movie that I started reading the comics and stuff like that. Like, I feel like there was, for me, as a kid, X-Men, and then the movies, the three originals, specifically the first one. So this movie got you to get your incel card membership. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) You know uh, what? I'm really going to get into this X-Men stuff. <laughs> well, I, I will say um, I need to point this out that X-Men First Class and Days of Future Past are both on Steve's top 100 list. Yeah. Uh, numbers 64 and 30, respectively. And just a quick little look. This movie? Both of these movies. <laughs> and and no, I will say they it gets worse, Nathan. So 64 is X-Men First Class. And then just a couple spots below, number 66, Casino Royale, and 67, Jurassic Park. So me and Nathan, our top number one movies are below X-Men First Class. What a and slap in the face. I think that's on purpose. drop quite a bit and still be on my top 100. He's a master <laughs> troll. <laughs> yeah. I probably saw at one point, I'm not going to, it could have been trolling. I'm not going to roll that out. That at one point I was just dropping it down. I'm like, you know what? Oh, Casino Royale. I'll just leave it here. Just out of spite. Or Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. I, yeah, like I said, I think they both dropped a bit, but I think the main things that these movies both have going for them is just the cast, the main cast is awesome. I think it's like a the character it's kind of a different take on the characters, like especially Xavier. But I think it's just like a, a great cast, great performances, great characters that kind of anchors both the movies and specifically to first class i think the magneto stuff like his his revenge whole revenge plot where he's going to kill the nazis but just the way him and xavier kind of that you can totally buy that these two characters bonded together and then would kind of break apart like i think they pull off their relationship which i think is the most important part of it and yeah i mean just on that level i think it's good like there's a lot of movies of this caliber, like superhero action movies that don't have that. And like you can nitpick a lot of the stuff in it and there's a lot of things that are not very good. But just having good 
well-performed, believable characters is, you know, gets you most of the way to the rating I'm going to give it in my mind. So, well, I will agree with half of that. I think that the, the two leads, uh, James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender are the best part of this movie. I will disagree about the relationships. I think that that really fails, and that's one of the major things Whoa, that pisses fired. me off. Specifically, the which relationship? Specifically, their relationship. I don't mm. feel like I believe they're friends. I think they're I work acquaintances, and that is it. <laughs> <laughs> and other than in a scene saying "friend" or like they there's yeah. something like where it's like. You literally just told me your friends. You did not show me. Like it's, it is a fail in that regard, and it didn't bother me as much this viewing. But I'm not a fan of the Mystique Xavier relationship, mainly because of the originals, where it's like there is no way these two grew up together and are buddies from back in the day. But it, this time around, it's like. I don't care. <laughs> like it bothers yeah. me. It the main thing that bothers me about that is how much I hate Jennifer Lawrence's mystique in first really? class. Passengers, first Jennifer class. Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> the I think she's pretty. Like you hate. What do you mean you hate her mystique? I hate her performance. I hate her dialogue. I hate this her guy. look. Steve, I ha- what did you do ev- to him? <laughs> Every scene with her is feels like I just been slapped in the face. <laughs> I couldn't. I I really. There's. An, I think she's actually awesome in the movie. Like, I feel like. Oof. Every 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 character that she's with, she is kind of different around. Like, you feel like she's kind of different around. Like her relationship with Beast is slightly different than her relationship with Magneto which is different than her relationship with Xavier. And yet you feel like this is one character the whole way through. Like, I think she's actually really good in it. Although I think she is kind of just being like, she is in a lot of other movies. Like it's just kind of being herself, but I think she's awesome in the movie. That is a stretch. I, <laughs> to say awesome. I don't know. Like, I think, uh, yeah, like I agree. Yes. She's different with all those people, but, uh, the this isn't the only scene, but the main part that bothers me is let's come up with code names for ourselves, and it's just like the stupidest, like anything with the yeah, recruits and her with the recruits, especially. But like, I don't know. There's so many dumb things that it's like, why is she here? Like, I don't even understand. Like when uh, I kind of agree with that. Like. The fact they try and shoehorn Mystique into this backstory is really dumb. Yeah. And it kind of destroys any prequel cred that you... It's like you said, you kind of have to... Like this movie, you kind of have to look at it more as a reboot than a prequel. If you look at it as a prequel, it doesn't work. Like it, it's it's like really stupid idea to bring her in. But I thought if you just step away, I think she's really good as Mystique and... I think that character is interesting, even if it's just as like, like she kind of, like I said, the way she kind of brings out something different out of everyone else is what's interesting about her character. Like she brings out kind of like a soft side to a lot of the other characters. 
I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know what (laughs) what movie you watched. Uh. Well, (laughs) like, you don't think her scenes with Magneto where, like, he's talking to her about, like... I don't think I don't see him ever having a soft side with her. He's hard with her and being like, if if I look like you, I wouldn't hide. I would I would be proud or whatever. And he, he I, changes. Yeah, maybe her. soft side isn't the right thing. Like, I guess I was thinking more of Xavier Beast, but like I don't think Magneto makes as much sense in this movie if you don't have the mystique relationship with him in it. Because that is where he is the most like pro mutant is with her. Yeah, I uh, maybe, but I I'm not a big fan of the beast uh relationship either cuz I don't know. I I don't like beast much in either of these movies uh to begin with. I for various reasons. I agree that I don't really care about that relationship. But I do like the nice guys finish last themes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and Beast's story, like, I'm, I'm a man with monkey feet, and that's his power, and then he comes up with this serum, and that makes him blue by accident, and, uh, his look in this, he's too cat-like, which is fair, it's more of, uh, an astonishing X-Men look, that, that Beast does look more like a cat but that has like that's part of his evolution like he wasn't always like that it's like he starts becoming more of an animal and he doesn't like that and then this just jumps right to it and it's like but we already have kelsey grammar that doesn't look like that and yeah like you're saying if He's this is a adorable. reboot that's the blue. There's something weird about his And look. his voice doesn't match. Like, when he's talking when he's blue, it's like, this is not the who is speaking. Like, it's so disconnected. The, it's, yeah, the problem is Kelsey Grammer is beyond perfect. Yeah. Like, yeah. with that science like, intellectual voice, but then this monster. So, yeah. like, it's it such works. a perfect... Like, it's kind of like your mic setup right now. I'm telling you about it. <laughs> Uh, I don't care. Nathan, what do you think of this movie? I don't, I, I was looking forward to it because this one I've seen, haven't seen in a while. And I was like, I hear lots of opinions both ways. They're like, it can't be that bad, (laughs) but, uh, it didn't really do anything for me. I don't really, I don't dislike it, but I find this one actually and the other one they both went down for me just in that like the cheesiness factor in both of them and the like the painful exposition where it's like they're treating us like idiots like yeah there's constant conversations where it's like the characters who are talking know what has happened and you're like explaining it to us and people's motivations and just like treating the audience like this is like a 12 year old's version of like u.s history and like we're just it's so dumb and i it bugs me where it's like we're gonna we're gonna be cool because we're gonna touch on real historical events but we're gonna dumb it down in the 
dumbest possible way and just like all that stuff and i don't like james mcavoy i don't feel he is xavier like he whereas fastbender that does seem like that could be a young uh magneto where yeah, i don't I, feel like i feel like he's a completely different character i kind of agree i i will say i kind of like this version of xavier but i agree that it doesn't feel totally like he would ever grow into Patrick Stewart. Right. But I, I think it's this more This is no Shinzon from Nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> but I think this Xavier is really a lot of fun. And like, I think he's fun. I like the sense of humor. Uh, yeah, fun. Uh, I, don't like. I, I would agree with that. I like uh, him like hitting on women and always yeah, bringing up like... It's a really groovy mutation. He uses it twice, and it, I, I love that that's like his go-to pickup line, just like talking about their mutation. And I agree, he doesn't seem like Patrick Stewart, but I will side with the, the movie on this where it's like, well, this is a long time ago, and people change. That's where like people could throw that out about Mystique and how I hate her character in this. And it's like, well, people can change, but... Uh, yeah, I I just but they don't, I don't give us like, like her. I like they don't him. really give us any Patrick Stewartisms. Engage like of like just like being like solemn and like serious and like I don't know. I just find Ewan McGregor's Obi Wan is more like you can see Alec Guinness somewhere in there, and there's a million other like. Even, yeah, I don't know, there's crappy versions of multiple characters all over the place or in prequels and stuff. And it's like, this one is like, they're not even close, it seems. I think in uh, Days of Futures Past, it uh, it's a little closer. Like, I, there are some moments where it's like, that sounds like something old, bald, wheelchair-bound Xavier would say. <laughs> When he's quoting himself, probably yeah. That <laughs> when he's yeah he he says something and it's kind of like oh yeah that's what I told myself. Yeah. But uh, I like like I think he's uh, like the group. I wrote down the other thing that makes me laugh is when they're teaching Banshee to fly, and he's he's Banshee's freak. like I don't I I trust you and he's like thank you I'm touched. He's like I don't trust him to the beast and he's like say nothing <laughs> to to beast. But I think Xavier, like, I like this version of it, like I was saying earlier, even if it's not, like, canon Xavier in terms of how he usually is. But... I need canon. Steve, you know I'm a stickler for canon. You're a stickler for canon, but... Uh... So let's get into this. It starts off again with the Holocaust. X-Men loves the Holocaust. I was too lazy to look, but did they reshoot all that, or is that... There the are some the shots that are the original, but there's anything with the the actors is reshoots because it's yeah, obviously a different. different kid and cause they're using him in later scenes and the parents. Right. So, uh, but a lot of, I like the, that, though. a lot of the stuff is reused, which is, I, I appreciate, uh, like all the metal bending. Um, it happens a lot quicker than in the original that's like edited to be a lot shorter, but, uh, yeah, the they matched it up pretty good because it's not jarring. Like, well, that's a reshoot. It's just if you know the, well, it's a different actor, then it's obvious. What is our feeling? I feel 
the first one, I always feel weird about it, but first X-Men, it's like, it's fairly serious, and then they kind of just leave it at that. The fact that they expand and then have the, like, Kevin Bacon scene there at the camp and stuff, I feel uncomfortable having the Holocaust turn into a cartoon where it's like Nazis are cartoon villains now where it's like, it just seems weird to me. And like, I don't, I feel like that all this stuff with Kevin Bacon and like him killing the mom. Like, I feel like that's all pretty serious. Like, it's not like, it doesn't feel feel like a comical. I was laughing there where it's just like, he's like over the top evil. Yeah. And then why doesn't Magneto I, I didn't kill feel him? He was, yeah. I feel like he was almost like so detached that it was kind of creepy. Like that's what I think it's Why doesn't Magneto kill him right there? He kills the guards. I, I don't think he's in control enough of his powers. Like he's just reacting and grabbing anything metal and squeezing it. Like the, the guard, I like the guard helmet stuff. That kind of reminded me of like Indiana Jones somehow. Yeah. I don't know exactly why. No, but, brutal deaths. Is a, and... The whole thing with him, he's like, move the corner, I'm going to shoot your mom. Feels like, I thought all that stuff is really good and like really tense. And I kind of, I don't feel like it's supposed to be that he's like this cartoon villain. It's kind of like, he's such a psycho that he's so like, he doesn't even react to the killing of these, of the mom. Like he's so, so like, has so he dehumanized her or whatever you want to say about it. That's how it came across to me. Yeah. Well, I I'm more on uh, Nathan's side. I would say, for one, you don't also really know why he's doing this because he doesn't seem like he like if it was some guy that was like really into studying mutants, then that makes sense. But there's really none of that later on, and it's kind of like. I don't know what the point of his character is at the beginning, at least. And then I agree mm, yeah. about like all that happens is Magneto just starts yelling and think things are flying around the room. And that seems kind of cartoony and yeah, Kevin Bacon, like getting all excited and happy about it when it's like, you could die at any second, yeah. but like he has no worry about that because it's a movie and he's going to be the villain. So he doesn't have to worry about it, but really it's like young little Eric getting his mother killed in front of him. He doesn't even like physically move. He like, he'd, like throw a punch or anything. He just screams and uses his powers that he doesn't know how to use. And then once that's over, he's just done. Like, you would think he would lash out physically like at uh, Mr. Bacon. Well, just a couple things. I mean, I think one of the reasons he's not worried about it is because I assume like he's basically invincible, Kevin Bacon, when like he gets shot a bunch of times later. So presumably any metal that he would get hit with, he would just absorb. Like, I don't think he's that worried about getting killed in that moment. And but he could I, feel be like stabbed. I feel like he's more of an energy guy. Well, he gets shot though, so he's getting hit with metal bullets. Like, how would that be different than getting hit with shrapnel? I, I think it's like Dune, how they have those sh- shields in Dune, where it's like if you're moving slowly, then you can get through them, but you, it'll protect you from bullets. 
kind I of thing. I haven't seen Dune. Oh, spoiling well, Sla- yeah, Slash sorry. Black Panther. <laughs> I've heard about the this thing, yeah. but so, I just assume if he's aware of energy, like when he gets punched or any kind of physical energy, he can absorb the, the energy behind it. Like, I, I guess it, yeah. I don't see why it would be different than bullets. You know well, what I mean? spoiler, he, a coin goes through his head very but that's slowly when he's, at the end. But that's when he's not in control of himself. He is in control of his powers. At I that don't. Moment. I don't. I don't know. I. I feel like it's an involuntary thing. I don't think he has to be in control to absorb power. So why wouldn't the bullets go through him then? No, I think he <laughs> needs to be in control to, for the power. I don't know. Like I think he it has. Just like when he has the grenade, <laughs> like he's concentrating to do that. Yeah. If he didn't do that, he would die. I think. Uh, I don't. I think he. But has then to the try. other. Like I could be wrong about this because I don't remember. Like your point about why is he doing this could make sense, but I feel like isn't part of his thing with Magneto. He's trying to like teach him to be a mutant because that's part of his mission is to empower mutants to eventually kill the humans. That's a bit of a stretch, but I feel like that, yeah. So why some not? That that that's a good thing. Or something. What is uh, Kevin Bacon's goal? It's. In terms of the Cuban Missile Crisis, which I think is kind of dumb as well, he's just trying to start a world war to have the humans kill each other off. But I feel like his bigger purpose is that, kind of like Magneto later, it's just going to be a world full of mutants. I think uh, that's why there's a there's a scene. I don't know if it's um, Xavier's reading Emma Frost's mind or something, and gets like a vision of his future where there's like i think it shows the white house and everything's like on fire and people are chanting um president shaw i'm pretty <laughs> sure it's like president shaw it's like Who's what shaw? i missed that part name. but that's pretty dumb if that's what it is yeah I'm pretty sure that's what happens and i was like oh man that's your goal <laughs> <laughs> dream big shaw yeah i guess that is pretty big but we are the children of the atom. Radiation gave birth to mutants. What will kill the humans will only make us stronger. It's pretty cartoony, his his end game. Uh, just of like, let's get, it feels like there's probably an easier way for him to accomplish this, given all his powers, than the complicated Cuban Missile Crisis plot <laughs> it just seems like this is it feels like it's a lot of work to just blow up a bunch of people like sure that you can figure something else out but sure and i don't even know why the russians do it like it seems like like they meet with the one guy and he's like oh i'm gonna tell the kgb on you and then they're like really and like that like, guy show up and he's like oh i guess i'll go along with it otherwise you'll kill me it's like that's yeah. not a good enough motivation. Yeah, no. In this version <laughs> of history, nothing makes sense. <laughs> they're just yeah, it seems like they're kind of just like they basically just get one guy from each side. Yeah. And threaten them until they're like it seems like these there should be more fail safes if these two people yeah. alone can convince the entire rest of the military. Well, yeah, and cuz the this. American guy at the beginning He's like, I move that we set up a base in wherever. <clears throat> and then people are like, oh, so-and-so is trying to start World War Three, 
It's like, so obviously there's people opposed to it. So who went along with it to make that like an actual thing? It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Yeah. It's very thinly explained. I mean, I guess this actually happened. So there were people wanting to do it. Yeah, this really did happen. Yeah, this happened. (laughs) This is why. This this is uh, X-Men First Class, the documentary. Right. <laughs> yeah, what you don't know. Um I really have very little notes about this. Oh, but I have extensive notes of things that are good and things that are bad. Uh and then a whole list the of middle. the Xavier Magneto friendship in quotes. <laughs> yeah. Can I just ask one thing? Uh Mystique. She doesn't use put water on her toothpaste she's brushing her teeth now do you guys put water on your toothbrush before after or at all when you brush your teeth i put it on before the toothpaste See, yeah. she, she just I, went straight hardcore i'm mystique just toothpaste on the toothbrush shove it in i a got dry brush i got so saliva. no water before no, you got to put water before. I know people do water after, and I don't understand that because it's like if you do it before, it's there. You're you're adding nothing by putting it on top of toothpaste. If anything, you're risking the toothpaste coming off. <laughs> yeah, I'd go Mystique's way. Just toothpaste straight in. Don't even think about it. Don't have time to waste. She doesn't have time. No. She's got too much... Uh... Sometime between this movie and the next one, she learns insane karate moves. See that yeah. always I always <laughs> had that figured as like not even so much her powers, but just like if she can change her body, she can move her body crazy and it seemed to I'm pretty sure what we you guys ha- tried to explain we, to me in the first movie yeah, and we I, had that I held my tongue, but it's obviously absurd, but what? not that you have to believe anything in this movie. I Just don't think she that gets that from her powers, but I think the powers and the control of her body helps with becoming that way. And who knows, maybe, what is it, like 10 years between these movies? Like uh, after... I don't know. I mean, it's different decades, but I don't know exactly. When was the... Or the maybe it's less, but yeah. Um, well, no, but it'd yeah. Be, it would be like 10 years. So she's been with... Magneto for a while I'm sure he made the suggestion you should learn Kung Fu (laughs) and that was his last bit of advice yeah um speaking of mystique uh I know that this is the case in some of the other ones so it kind of comes and goes but uh no voice modulation in this one in the first one and I don't know if it's the second or third one, but there's at least two of the originals that she's got a little something going on with her voice. And in this, it's just straight up J-Law. You know what? You're right. And I didn't consciously notice it, but now you're telling me it's a problem. It's annoying. It's very annoying. Because it doesn't, it's like, yeah, the voice doesn't fit the character. She should, when she looks weird like that she should look or have a weird cool voice yeah for sure 
Um, you know, people like you are the reason I was afraid to go to school as a child. It's an awesome line. And she sounds all weird. I don't I, believe that this Mystique notice, was afraid to go to school as a child. She seems to be pretty in control of her powers when she's well, a Well, she a never kid. went to school, did she? Or I don't know. I guess before she well, was no, at the mansion? They're private tutored, probably. <laughs> well, I don't know. Is there any explanation of where she came from? No. She's just a runaway... And Not <laughs> to harp on food. the school thing, but why would she... If she's just going as Jennifer Lawrence skin why would she have problems at school i don't get it yeah it would have been when she was really a child and she was blue and didn't know she could change or yeah yeah. i don't know it's problems it's all problems the mystique mystique is a bad choice of character for continuity's sake at the very least yeah i think in the movie i think they do so much messing around with stuff that like it'd be wonder I find Star Wars is more interesting because there's only like maybe a dozen things that don't make sense continuity wise. I don't know what the actual number is, but <laughs> this I feel it's just like everything doesn't make sense continuity wise. So then it's just like you stop counting them. But yeah. for me, it's just like well, whatever. I kinda wish they would just I actually got more annoyed, like watching it now. It's like okay, I know this isn't going to make sense, and like it's like Adam said, the being you kind of just roll with it. And then I found myself getting more annoyed when they're throwing in things like I think this was in the first one, or maybe it was in both. But the striker, oh, how's your son William doing, Mister Striker? Yeah, <laughs> well, no, the first one. I think the first. Oh one, no, yeah, like a there senator. is there is an older. There's like a senator striker, striker or yeah. someone, and they're like your son William, oh. and then it's the second one they mentioned the other yeah. son. But yeah. it's like, it's like why do you why do we care at this point? That, You've got so much stuff that doesn't make sense. Stephen, that is a per, that I, what would you call that? Like pandering, pandering. That all that crap is throughout <laughs> both these movies, where it's just like hint, hint. It's this. It's slightly to the palpatine point of young skywalker will be watching your career with interest or whatever he says <laughs> great interest yeah it's the Peace. Si- have we talked about that movie no. on this what movie are you talking about? <laughs> uh but that pandering where it's just like oh i understand what they're talking about constantly like is it constant though? I can it only, is constant. I should have written. I should have written more. <laughs> I don't have that. I don't remember. I find it's all over the place. Especially, like what are some other ones? I'm not saying they're not in there. I just don't remember. I remember being annoyed. I think at a they do parts, it but. historically, also when it's just like referring to events, but then just like, I don't know, like the Nixon stuff is a bit much. Like with his dogs or whatever, is that a thing Nixon was known for? It felt like. Oh, I'm not sure. There's it just felt like there's so JFK stuff. Yeah, (laughs) the JFK stuff. There's so much. uh, Like we were talking about this before, but like I know so much fake history, (laughs) and like X Men now, it's just like, oh yeah, this is this person's kid, and this is what happened. It's like 
There's so much crap here. But what are some other X-Men specific pandering moments like the striker thing? Because I feel like they actually, there isn't a ton of them, but I feel like there's someone that annoyed me for sure, but I just don't remember there being a ton of others, to be honest. I'll think of some. You guys can argue. One thing that I don't like again, this is my only last note on this movie. I have more (laughs) notes on the second movie. When uh, Magneto's like, you killed my mother or whatever. Like, I disagree with. He says that to Kevin Bacon later, is it? I think so. Uh, And it's just like, I agree with Magneto. Like, yeah. like I, this, what do you mean? This Nazi killed your mother. Right. I am on Magneto's side to kill Kevin Bacon. And yeah, it's, me too. Like, it's just like, who cares? Like, uh, uh, Xavier's And it's also like, what are they going to do? Let's say they don't kill him. Like, what's your plan from here, Xavier? Like, how are you going to possibly arrest this guy? No, I know. You know, like... I guess they could just he could just hold him forever, but it feels like he can't actually. It's hold like him Palpatine; forever. he's too dangerous to be left alive. <laughs> I was thinking about that, but it's just like okay, if he doesn't kill him here, how are you actually going to contain him? Right. And, and it's like uh, it's a weird like lo- line to draw that like. I guess it makes sense that he's. I think overall it makes sense that he's trying to lead him down like, the less violent path, but it's like it's only you a, can't avenge your mom. I, so, I you love. This is the thing. Xavier gets a little on your nerves because his violence, violence is only good when he does it and when he (laughs) approves it. But when anyone else is doing stuff. But that's kind of consistent with his character in the later movies, I would say. (laughs) If he has one consistency, it's that he's not afraid to be inconsistent about people's rights. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Okay. I feel like you guys have a lot to talk about. I, I, I like the idea of people listening to hear Nathan say he's out of notes and then see that this is like a five-hour episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Adam, hit us. So what didn't you like about I'm the interested Professor to know relationship? why Adam hates his movies. Okay, so here's, uh, here's all the notes I made about their quote-unquote friendship. These are all the scenes that they have together. So this is the only evidence we're given of them having a relationship. So they first meet when he stops him from killing himself, trying to hold on to the submarine. Great. Not an instant friendship, but that's how they meet cute. Uh, I thought I was alone (laughs) is what Magneto says. It's like, you didn't know there were other mutants at this point. Like that that does seem odd. Um, he convinces Xavier convinces Eric to stay to be part of something bigger than himself. Okay, uh, this is the closest thing to them being friends is the recruiting together. So they're hanging out at strip clubs and <laughs> going to abduct children. And <laughs> so far, this is a better these. This is the this would be my closest friendship based on these five things. So far. Uh, continue. So they go through recruiting together. Uh, They go on the Russian mission together. And uh, Magneto almost kills Emma Frost. Still no signs of friendship. They're literally just work colleagues. Uh, (laughs) And then there's the training montage. Which I do not like. Which 
Steve I'm in on it. Steve is I like, like oh man, this training. I don't work. like the young X Men. Yeah, that's why the uh, second one's so much better. Those aside, um, the at least agree. between these two, he says he doesn't sound like his friend who tried to take down a submarine or so, something like that. And it's like that's the first time it's, it's said. Does it sound like my friend? Blah blah blah. And it's like you're not friends. Don't don't lie to us. Um, and then he unlocks this memory of his mother. Maybe you could. There's some emotion there, at least for Magneto. But like that is the closest thing to actually showing like them having some sort of bond, and him saying thank you for sharing that with me. And then there's a scene where they are playing chess. Just like the first one. That, that's a bit pandery, the chess stuff, but it's not that bad. So, but, okay. That's I mean, it. That's the whole movie of those two. That's it. And Okay, but there's... Okay. The idea that there's not... <laughs> like mutants are not intense. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like... These are all... Those all seem like big things to me. I mean, first of all, the idea that they're not... There isn't a lot of mutants. Okay, like you're a mutant in this world. You know, like... In Xavier's case, he knows like one other mutant or whatever mystique. Magneto doesn't know any, which we can debate about whether that's realistic or not, but that's what's presented. So it's like you don't think that having someone who has these secret powers that you've been hiding your whole life, you would immediately kind of feel a bond to them. And there's like the, the scene, it's, it's also, I think it's almost more in the performances. Like the scene where Xavier is talking to whatever the guy's name is, the FBI guy or CIA, and the guy's telling him we should be doing this. And Magneto was like, I'm not doing that. I forget what it is they're talking about even. But <laughs> Professor X looks at him and it doesn't make sense for them to go with Magneto's plan. But Xavier is like, no, we're doing what Magneto says. Like in that moment is when for me, it's like you buy that they're bonded together. I feel like of, that's him giving Magneto a chance. Like It is partly that too, but I think it's like that's where they... Like they're they're clearly like together kind of thing, and it feels like it's partly because like you you said it yourself. Like the first thing he says is, "I you're the only person like you like me I've ever met." Or whatever. you said it yourself, Adam. You said it yourself. <laughs> and yeah. then you're telling me I forgot about the strip club. I mean, you're telling me these guys aren't bonding and they're at a strip club. That's like level ten relationship. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's all there. I mean, there's not. I mean, I don't know what kind of scenes they could have where I guess they could have more talking scenes. Like I, for a movie that's this kind of movie, I feel like it's all there. It's just, it. this is as, as much as you're going to get kind of thing. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't buy it. Have, have you watched RRR yet? RRR with one scene and then a follow-up montage these you get the, the idea these guys are the best of friends and right. i honestly this is insane but like think of other friendships and other movies this is not friendship this is being told friendship this is verging on anakin obi-wan where we're just being well, told yeah, that's what i was going to compare it to i think this is way better than that i would like not you actually have what are kind of movies though that are like this kind of movie, like a superhero action adventure movie? I well, that you can compare I believe to? the Ninja Turtles and Frodo and Sam are friends. Uh, I'm trying, but like, uh, there it's harder to say when there's like future enemies. 
Well, that's the thing. But too. I would I think say, the you know what's a good one? Too. A, an opposite of becoming friends later, enemies at first, but then becoming friends. Apollo Creed and Rocky feels way more realistic that they become <laughs> friends know. later. I just watch those movies. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like, know. It, the, those are weird movies. This one's weird just because it's the, like, we know where it's going. Yeah, it's the first time seeing them not being against each other. But, like, even the first X-Men, I you feel believe like they, they're friends. That's the even thing though that, they're against each other, you believe it then, and I, you only see them against each other. I feel like they're better friends in the first two X-Men movies. Yeah. And even in the third one, and in the third one, when they go meet Gene, and they both have plastic faces, it feels like. (laughs) And when does that happen? That I don't think that counts (laughs) for anything. But okay, I agree. In the the originals, it really works. But I think it's almost easier in a movie where. Well, I think it's the actors too. I think it's the actors too in that one, but I think it's easier where you are just letting people know these guys are old friends, and as long as there's some kind of chemistry there. That counts for I a lot. I don't feel the chemistry this. here. I'm talking about the originals. Okay. Like, I think that's easier to pull off is what I'm saying. Whereas this, you kind of have to start from, here's why you have to believe these people will come together. Then you have to quickly make them friends. And then you have to find a believable way for them to split up. I, and I don't know. For I, me, I, it, I just see it I one way. It was all there. I see, what's his name? McAvoy, just desperate. And <laughs> Magneto does not really love yeah like, it is not mutual it, it is yeah i, like I agree it's he, like come on let's be friends magneto man. has all the power in the relationship <laughs> yes. because he does not care like, i think he he does yeah. not care magneto i think the scene, with the, uh, too hard. the scene where they're lifting the satellite or whatever they're doing out there i think you see why he's in the relationship there like he's clearly learning how to control his powers like everyone else so he's using him yeah i don't know i don't know that that scene was good i'm more on magneto's side like yeah it's i think just, everything yeah he's not wrong like about, in general you mean about killing all the humans well, well just seems, in this movie he does he just seems to be only after shaw who is also yeah. a mutant yeah no so. I, yeah that's <laughs> i agree in this movie he kind of inherits Shaw's plan like after this. Yeah, there is like, when he's uh when Shaw shows up and is talking to the kids, he sounds like Magneto later cuz he's like you're going to fight with these guys, they're trying to kill you. Like come join me. And it's it sounds exactly <laughs> like Magneto later, but it's funny because Magneto's not there to witness that to have it kind of be implanted of like, oh yeah, he's kind of right. So it he, doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, but he I think it makes sense in that he, like, it's not necessary, but I think the idea that he takes over, he basically becomes Shaw in terms of both his goals and I, I guess that, I think it kind of, that part of it, I guess, makes sense, but it's kind of dumb. I, on the kids, I agree. I think basically they carry over all the good casts into the second one. Like, I think yeah. Beast is good. I like well, Mystique, as I've said. I'm not big on I Beast, don't, but yeah. I think the actor is good, but everyone else, I think Caleb Landry drones in this is kind of interesting at least. I don't know that he's the best, but 
Um, everyone else kind of sucks, but I think I do like most of them. Suck, go ahead. All the kids. I think they like, all suck. There's nothing, especially at that end fight where it's like, what do you have? Screamo versus Bug Girl. Like it's the worst. Like <laughs> it is pretty bad. The one thing I appreciate about really it, bad there too. Yeah, there's like some practical things, like wire work of them flying around. You can tell, but uh, yeah, it's like Banshee is not cool. Um, Beast is kind of just being carried around by him, and yeah, Angel is one of the worst things in the movie. <laughs> Angel. Oh, yeah, the female angel. Actual, yeah, but yeah, yeah sorry, it's yeah. so stupid. Why is there another angel? What when the we bug have... lady? Well, yeah. I think these characters were all from like there's like some comic that came out, whereas these guys were the original X Men, and then they all got killed. Like I think the Spitfire Girl, Darwin, like you know how when they rebooted X Men after the original run, mm-hmm. they so they had like the original five and then it got canceled and they rebooted it with like Wolverine and all those guys. I remember reading, there's like this comic where professor X originally got this other team that had some of these other X-Men like Darwin and the, I think Darwin and the angel are the only two, but this idea that these X-Men came in and they all die is like from another comic that came out. That was supposed to be like a, a, I know that there is a comic well. uh, or a series that was called First Class, and it, but it was literally about the first class as presented in the original comics. Yeah. So it wasn't this. It was like it was just Beast, Male Angel, Cyclops, Jean Grey, Iceman. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I I know that um, like of these characters. I know Banshee and Havoc. Havoc being uh, Cyclops' younger brother, but in this presented as older. And his powers are different. Uh, he has hula hoop powers for some reason. And then learns to, ch- or Beast makes something to channel through his chest. But they do fix it in Days of Future Past because the one scene you see him he shoots from his fist and that's what havoc is originally. Right. So, uh, they're, I think they're like, they're all from the early days of the X-Men, all of these characters, as far as I can tell, other than, yeah, if you look up, there's a comic called deadly Genesis. That is a retcon okay. of the early X-Men. And that's where some of these characters are from like Darwin. I, yeah. Darwin is interesting. Cause it's like, he seems like a pretty cool character, but he's literally yeah. introduced as like unkillable. It's like he'll adapt to anything and then immediately just dies. It's yeah. just like yeah. adapt to this. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, so he's useless and dies. I, I kind of like, <laughs> I do like the hanging out part of it. Like, really? I, th- it I, is so bad, Steve. It, do not I, like that scene. I don't. Okay. Well, <laughs> I like the idea of it. Like, I, I do. Feel I like, love inside jokes one day i would love to be a part of one (laughs) like that hanging out it's like it's so pg-13 ish where it's like or pg even where it's just like this is the 60s we're supposed to be getting like a 60s vibe with these guys hanging out and it's just like like, they're all a bunch of losers and yeah the the adults walk in it's like 
what's going on in here? And it's yeah. like Beast is hanging from a chandelier. There's loud music being played and dancing and hitting Darwin with sticks. That's the like the crazy yeah. party that they're having. I like it's... the hitting with sticks. I, I like in the original ones. I think watching them again, specifically the first one, like there isn't really a sense that the main X Men have like you don't get a sense that this is like a tight-knit group of x-men like storm and gene gray and cyclops like they're other than attend briefings together like they don't really do anything together whereas i, I appreciate at least oh, in yeah. this there's you're all about to... the hangouts <laughs> <laughs> i am i think x-men is the best hangout superhero group that's what they should be. they need to be hanging out in every movie and at least in this movie they're kind of hanging out which i like they kind of hang out in the first one too like and, and the second one with Iceman and, and and Wolverine in the, the kitchen. Like, that's the kind the of stuff room, I yeah. want to see. So I'm glad that it's in here, even though I agree the characters are You just are love weak. Survivor so much. <laughs> where it's just, like, nothing going on and people just talking. Yeah. I, I won't... I agree. I definitely see what you guys are saying, though. Like, it's pretty superficial stuff, but I kind of like that it's in there. I don't... Like, if... If you did it well and it's in there, great. It's not done well. It's all the characters suck. All, uh, yeah, it's not interesting. It's pathetic. It's useless. It's over so quickly. Like, I kind of like showing each other their powers. But at the same time, I don't know. It, it show goes my, yours and I'll show you It mine. goes hand in hand with the, like... We, we came up with code names. You should be Professor X and you're Magneto. <laughs> it's oh hard to goodness. believe that, that that's <laughs> I was where in physical Magneto... Pain. And he accepts <laughs> it that. It was pretty bad. He accepts that as a name. I know. That's even yeah, worse at the very end, it's like, call me Magneto. <laughs> ah, like, there's it's no, so stupid. <laughs> yeah. There's no way to, like, deliver these cheesy names. Like, you almost have to just start where... I don't know. But I think they do it perfectly in the first ones. You're right. Where actually. it's like That's code names. That's the best way to do it. And yeah. even in the lesser X-Men Last Stand, when you're getting introduced to these other mutants and they have like the tattoos and stuff, and it's like this whole subculture and like talking about, I don't know if they use the phrase, but like how people talk about their dead names. It's like, or slave names, like that's what I was called when I was uh, under their thumb, but now I'm so and so. Like, mm-hmm. so I, it makes perfect sense for mutants to be giving themselves these wild names. But for this, it's like we're in the CIA now, guys. Let's be. <laughs> let's come up with code names. You should be Beast. <laughs> like it's so. Oh, like I don't know. I hate Poor Mystique. I hate that. That is her weakest moment. I'll give you that. (laughs) It's the only moment. And the thing is, it like, it doesn't. It's fine because I don't even feel like these movies are connected. They try to connect them, obviously, in the next one. Yeah, but like, that's not at all the mystique that we know. No. like no. a serious no one would call themselves mystique if that was their character it's like i'm gonna be mystique <laughs> like yeah. that yeah. is the stupidest but thing. like mystique is like serious badass yeah it's and like, she doesn't talk yeah like <laughs> she rarely says a thing and this is like you can't get her to shut up <laughs> no. i don't know 
It's fine. I'm more. I how do we I how do we like fan of this mystique to be honest? How do we like Satan? I like Satan. <laughs> I think he looks cool. I think his version of the power is cool, and I like I the flame cool. effect. But yeah. other than that, the I just, uh, the the attack on the building it's it's very underwhelming. I it's just, a lesser nightcrawler. I like scene. him bringing people up into the air. Is that in that? Yeah, that's cool. Up? That's a cool idea. But like, you never get the. And just killing people in slow motion and boom, boom, boom. Like it's just I don't know. It's not as cool as Nightcrawler. It's trying to be. Well, that's the thing. It's not as cool as Nightcrawler. I understand that he's probably red in the comics, but it is so weird. Where it's like this guy just looks like Satan. And I don't even know if he is. He even exists in the comics. Like uh, I almost feel like they made him. I feel like I'm pretty sure he is Nightcrawler's father. Like I don't think that's just a coincidence. I thought sure. that connection is kind of dumb in this, where I guess you're supposed to assume that. I think we've talked about this before, but the idea at the end where Mystique goes off with these guys, and I guess you're supposed to assume that she's Nightcrawler's mom. Like, is that what we're supposed to assume? Um, because she's blue and he's I mean, a teleporter it seems that they like hook up, that. and then Nightcrawler. Yeah. I'm sorry, you cut out. What did you say? Yes, I'm. I'm sure that's. Yeah. Implied. That's what happens. Even though. Oh, the other thing. There's yeah, nothing go ahead, sorry. to do with that. Really, it doesn't show any of that. It shows enough. We know how Mystique is. Um, Adam, are you still there? Yeah. You, okay. <laughs> I'm just not moving. <laughs> okay, you guys are like both. You both stop moving at the same time. Um, no, I'm like reading a Wikipedia <laughs> article on Azazel. That's his name. Okay. okay. Um, I, you I guys like keep talking. I, don't stop recording. I'll be right back. He I don't is like, the father um, of the X-Men's Kiwi Black and Nightcrawler. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who Kiwi Black is. <laughs> Sounds like a different era. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like him more than I like the whirlwind guy who looks like a lame model turned into a <laughs> villain. <laughs> He is um, like a zero character. It's like even his powers yeah. like don't get used in any like impressive capacity. It's just like the one general guy where it's like, what did you put in my drink after he makes a little tornado in the room? And then like, when does he ever do anything else? Like, I don't know what the, the point other, of that character is. He knocks down the blackbird in that tornado scene but i agree like okay. his power is kind of lame but he doesn't he doesn't really do anything it's kind of like almost like too much of a power and but also very useless like as soon as he uses it it's like basically everything's gonna get destroyed so it doesn't really work yeah and like it's it, like storm can do that among other things but it's like yeah. he's just just the tornadoes <laughs> like out of his hands well, it's like it's really think weird. of what he does in this movie he's got to fight CAA guys and kill a bunch of people his power is useless for that like he can't really it's like he either shows up and destroys everything but he never really has to do that in this movie so what's the point of giving him that power if that makes sense like ezekiel's power is perfect because he has that scene whatever (laughs) (laughs) was there another one or is that just the is it just them oh emma frost emma frost definitely bad is yeah uh very miscast her performance is very dry and 
I don't know. Like her powers are fine. Like I think they look good when she turns to diamond and they, it's pretty true to the character in terms of like when she's in her diamond form, she can't use her telepathy. That's that that checks out. Um, but I don't know, like her, even her sexuality, like how, like she's just in revealing clothing. Her sexuality worked for me. But I don't know. I think it's it's pretty weak in this. I think she's like oozing it in the comics, and uh, also she's British. So January Jones just talking like January Jones is really like weird. Um, yeah, like Emma Frost is like her nickname is the Ice Queen, and I don't I do not get that from this at all. It's like she's she's probably more painful than jennifer lawrence and that's saying something <laughs> i i would agree she's definitely worse she's worse than jennifer lawrence i would agree i i think she i agree i don't think she's very good um and like yeah i i i like kevin bacon more or less like i don't love him but i think his performance is pretty solid and like sebastian shaw i've never been a huge fan of the yeah. character because it's it doesn't feel like it's a good villain for the X-Men to have to deal with because none of their powers ever work on him. He's but and he's more of like a uh like a team. Like the Hellfire yeah, Club are yeah. more threatening and in this it's like he seems to be the only real threat and yeah, like the Hellfire Club is supposed to all be this intimidating group. And I think Emma Frost is the only one that actually was part of that. That's I think point. you're right. So, but maybe uh, it'd be too overpowered, and it kind of muddles the story. That like this just being about, um, or not just, but Magneto hunting him down specifically. I guess you don't want to throw too many things into it. But it's kind of almost a weakness that they have to bring in all these. Like I don't feel like the X Men have as weird as it is to say other than Magneto like a great staple of they have a lot of villains but they're all kind of cartoony like the most famous ones it would almost be better if they could have just made a new villain rather than bringing him in because I yeah like I said I don't feel like his power totally works he's just a little overpowered it feels like I do like his death scene I think is great like yeah. that that way that they kill him um I think is really cool. But yeah, he didn't blow me away. I, I think the kind of Magneto helmet thing is pretty dumb. Like That bothers like, is, me a lot. Yeah. Like, oh, that's how he got his helmet. Like, that's one of those things Nathan would, would be referring to as like an Easter eggy unnecessary. And it's like, well, why does it look like that? <laughs> like, I think I brought this up before when I was ranting about this movie on another one. But yeah. Uh, I'll bring it up again since we are talking about it. Um, in the very first X-Men movie, uh, let's see, I have a note. Um, okay, I can't find it. But yeah, for one, why does it look that way? Two, in the first X-Men movie, when Wolverine is introduced to Cerebro, it's like, if you can find any mutant, why don't you use it to find Magneto? Xavier says, I've been trying, but he's developed some way to block this. How would he know how to do that? Because he helped me build it. 
For yeah. one, no, you didn't. Apparently, Beast built this, and there's no <laughs> expansion on it from then. And then two, no, he just got this helmet from some stranger. <laughs> like, And it's not even the one that looks like. So it's like, and even in Days of Future Past, it looks even different. So it's like, he keeps remodeling this helmet forever. <laughs> and it's like, did you have to reverse engineer it? But apparently it's just... The Russians made it for Shaw, and that's the backstory of the helmet, which is yeah. so stupid. And why wouldn't Xavier know exactly what it is if he found some way to block the yeah. implies he doesn't know? Yeah. He d- how would he know how to do that? Oh, he inherited this helmet from a guy that killed his mom. It's a long <laughs> story. <laughs> I, he, I can tell you don't work in a union because, believe me, Magneto, I could see him getting credit on helping build that thing. He, he was in the area. <laughs> he helped. He was kind of moving things around magnetically. But yeah, obviously. No, it was built it. before they even got there. <laughs> it was built by, uh, is that his name Oliver Platt or is that someone different? That's uh, the actor's the, name, yeah. The CAA guy. That, and he's a useless character. Yeah, he shows it's up, weird. it's like, oh yeah, I'm all b- about you mutants. You guys are cool. Dead. how does he die again i forget i think he just gets stabbed when they attack the caa he gets Uh, or dropped from the sky maybe i don't know the the way they introduce him it feels like he's going to be more of a character like it zooms in and he's like yeah i'll take them to my place and i think what's his name in it he doesn't even have like a name it's like the man in black or the man with glasses or some man in black suit that is his character's name so it's like I remember casting announcements for this. It's like, oh, and Oliver Platt's been cast as Man in Black Suit. So who could he be? Maybe he's this guy. Maybe he's this. It's they like, can't be no, he's literally just a guy in a black suit that gets killed. So he doesn't even need a name. Yeah. In the second movie, when Magneto steals the helmet. Yeah. I do like how that looks when he's like grabbing and it goes through the glass. But this one thing was like, what is going on there? Because he goes and they take out a couple of guards and like l- these guards are literally standing in front of this vault with like five items in it. Like that's their job. Like it's just like there's someone sitting at a desk and then there's two. Oh, is that Which... like the end with Emma Frost when they're breaking her out? Or what do you. When he steals his helmet before the end of the movie. He doesn't like he steal his helmet. He gets it from Shaw. Yeah, he steals it off his head. I think he might no, be talking I'm saying about the second movie. Oh, That's okay. What I mean. Oh, so you're talking about you like when he's actually pulling it out of the glass, but the scene before that when there's just someone the, guarding it. Yeah, well, it's just like movie. a bureaucracy yeah. of like, what does this person do at this desk all day? It, it has like, there's wings yeah. and a helmet oh, yeah, I, in this. I like that though. Like, He's got his metal balls that he's shooting at people. Yeah. I think he I suggested he balls. should do that. Um, I yeah, I like the training montage. I think it's fun and uh, I don't. I like the one thing I like about it is it's the funny. Editing. Parts are funny. I like yeah. The, it's cool how they the jump from things and, and back. That kind of stuff. Yeah. But I'll repeat it. I just don't like the characters, so I'm not invested in it. I. I do not care at that point. And it's so late in the movie. I guess it's a long movie, but still there's like an hour left and they're 
doing this training and they were recruiting. I don't really care for any of them. Did did I missed it if it happened or when it happened, but what was the line we were joking about? Like the God have mercy on us. God help us. Cap- when did they say that? I totally missed it. And I was God looking for it too. Uh, I don't know, but I wrote it down. And then <laughs> the follow up, even funnier. Gentlemen, it's been an honor serving with oh. you. And then cut to the Russians saying like the exact same thing in Russian. Oh, it's that, beautiful. It is hilarious. <laughs> like that is genuinely like this feels like this is movie the movie. Like Yeah. Just it is like, a parody of just yeah, war yeah. <laughs> drama. Is, I don't know. It's it's not like it's a uh it's not a war movie exactly. Like I feel like it's no, but they're on it's par. A, and it no, but that's like a what it feels like. Like it, there should be like it's naval, so it doesn't really work. But like we, it should have a soldier dying in another soldier's arms, saying like, "I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell your wife that you loved her, and your kids were <laughs> yeah. beautiful mutant kids, and all this crap." Like I, that's uh, that's Greenland. No, but <laughs> that's the tone of that. <laughs> I, this is we got to rewatch Greenland. This is because you guys. This movie, the, the whole movie, is just all that the, kind of stuff. All the military stuff in this movie is Tropic Thunder, but they're taking themselves actually seriously. I don't yeah. think it's taking it that seriously. I, though. It when is. The, it, it's more it's serious than Tropic Thunder. But no, but when he's like, it's been an honor. It's a cartoon serious. Like it's, but it's way what, more cartoony than uh, the first two X Men. Yeah, I think the whole movie needs to be at that level of cartooniness, and I guess maybe you could argue it's trying to be, but it's schlocky. Like yeah. this is ridiculous. Something I noticed about that scene, and this is just movie logic, but uh, when the missile—I don't know if it's like a missile gets fired or something—and then Xavier has to take over the mind of one of the yeah. Russian guys. How does he know what button to hit to cancel no. it? <laughs> Well, the the guy would know though, so he's in his brain and he knows what the guy knows. The whole Michael Ironside stuff there, like it just feels so like green screen slash. We're gonna make this one set that we can film at this one angle with the uh, yeah. glass bridge. to make it look like a bridge of a ship, and so cheap. Like it, yeah, the special effects are not that great for a movie. I, I like the ship cha- the chain through the chip thing <laughs> at the yeah. when Magneto's like I think that's cool, yeah. but a lot of the other stuff is like oh, I don't know I like the uh, what's his name not Ezekiel or is it Ezekiel Azazel. we talked about it Azazel the flame and the ship chain thing are the two best special effects in the whole movie but the rest of it's like not the the best. Um, here's a character we haven't talked about at all. Moira McTaggart, I was just gonna CIA say. agent. <laughs> she's in it less than I remembered. Oh, she's in it way more because when she shows up in like Apocalypse, she's in Apocalypse, right? I don't remember. Is she? I don't know. I thought she is. <laughs> I've seen that once. But then it was just like, who is she? And everyone's like, oh, she's in first class. Like, yeah, that's... beloved first class. Uh, I... I she's like also her. in Last Stand, and she's not a CIA agent. She is Irish, as in the comics, and she knows who Charles Xavier is. And at the end of this, her mind has been wiped, and she seems to know nothing. 
Yeah, why is that? This is one of those Spider-Man. Xavier wipes her mind. Why? Yeah. So that she can't say where, where the are. X-Men are. Yeah. And you don't think I had the same that? reaction as one of the CIA guys where it's like, she's like, sometimes I'll get glimpses of things. <laughs> this, uh, I think a this touch, is a funny part. A kiss. And he's like, oh, God. <laughs> <I'm> like, <"That's, laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth, buddy. But that's <laughs> funny, though. That's a funny... Like, do you... Th- yeah, I mean, that's clearly playing for comedy, though. Yes, that is. But that's just how I feel about the whole movie. <laughs> I don't get the shutting her mind off. Why? He's She knows where the X-Men is. But and she's says, on their side. Yeah, but he says to her, she says, don't worry, I'll never tell a soul where you are, or whatever she says. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I know. And then he, But he clearly doesn't trust her enough to do that. So he, that's why he wipes her mind. I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> it's no it's typical. it makes sense though i mean no it, that's typical like dumb spider-man uh, superman hero stuff where it's like we can't tell the our loved ones anything but they always get in trouble anyways yeah. so. all the damn superhero stuff in this movie it's so out of place <laughs> it's just tropey <laughs> one thing that i will say which is odd in these movies i always love the like I love people trying to be progressive. It just makes me my heart sing. People trying to be all progressive and like nice, but then like so like X Men's always like don't judge and everyone's gay and whatever. <laughs> but then in this also it's just like we still have Trampy, uh Jennifer Lawrence walking around naked the whole time and then we have January Jones and then Moira randomly stripping yeah. down and it's just like we're going to pretend that we're progressive but we're like but we need we still need those ass shots <laughs> and it's just like you guys are such jokers. I think um Mystique is pulled back in this one yes, she's not she walking around not, naked all the time and she is not as sexualized as yeah, in the first it, two, they have to get her from this again, and not that it matters because it's so inconsistent. But I think the thinking is they're trying to get her from this to the sexier mystique. Like she somehow gets more sexual by the the future, <laughs> if you know yeah. what I mean. So like she starts off as like this more innocent kid, and then is gradually getting more sexual. Yeah, and that's where. Again, with the code names scene, it's like it would make way more sense if she didn't she's call like herself something. something else. No, it's just <laughs> she's Raven, 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 Raven. And then by the end, it's like, F these guys, I'm Mystique. Like, I don't say that, but <laughs> like, right. if it was done in that way rather than like, we should have code names, like, at a <laughs> sleepover. Like, it's, it would make sense for her character to be like, yeah, Raven is gone. I am Mystique kind of thing. Uh, and then Magneto does get that at the end. But it, the, the wind is completely taken out of the sails because she's like, you should be Magneto. Like, oh, man. You should, why is it Magneto and not Magneto? It's Magnet. Why is it not? I also mad. don't think she would even be able to come up with Magneto. No. Like she's not yeah. that smart. Like she, you should be Metal Man, <laughs> and like 
Oh, it it is the worst. We're th- we are thinking you should be Professor X. It's like that's not even a code name. He's literally like, oh, he's not a professor. He says I have to have a uh, teaching position, but it's like you are a professor, and yeah, your that's name like starts with X. You, <laughs> Mister C. Yeah, that's like, my code name. Good one. <laughs> Genius. She, yeah, she definitely. And it's, it's clearly a nickname, it. Professor X. Or it's just what friends call him. It's not even a code name. It's oh man. Should it be associate professor. <laughs> I haven't even gotten okay. into my notes of things I hate about this movie. Okay, go for it. <laughs> Let me so just list funny. those things off, and then I'll tell you what are actually legitimately great scenes. Okay, things I hate um, that I haven't mentioned. Uh, Xavier needing to touch his finger to his temple to use his power. BS. That is not character development by saying he doesn't need to do that anymore. That's just a cop out stupid thing. He he doesn't do that in the future? No. He never, ever. (laughs) He's just like staring people down and... I don't know, like, it's weird that he doesn't do it in the future, but it makes sense for a movie that you need him to do that. Like, he would do it if he's having a hard time and like getting a headache about it, but it's never like, this is me using my powers. It's constant in this one. Um... Uh, Magneto helmet. Oh, okay. There's my note about that. Uh, the Russians made me this. Not how would he know how to do that because he helped me build it. See also Cerebro. <laughs> That's my note. <laughs> also, uh, you have uh, uh, annotations. Page sixty-four. <laughs> uh, Angel, thumbs down. Uh, we should come up with code names. Barf. Hula hoop, Alex <laughs> Summers. These not we've cool. already covered <laughs> some of the yeah. Oh, some of these we have. I just put a thumbs down emoji beside all these. Uh, Tornado Man, Jennifer Lawrence acting. Okay, so I did go through most of those, but these are things that like are redeeming for this movie because if it was just on all those things, it's like a two star movie. But what pulls it up is pretty much all Magneto. Uh, pulling out the bank guy's filling or even just that bank scene in general is really good and part of what makes all these scenes really good is also the score Magneto's theme, the electric guitar it's awesome Argentina bar scene. That's Amazing. the best scene in the movie, and it's so brief. 
like I want more time there, but it's it's so quick where it's just like boom, boom, boom. I don't have another example, but I feel like a lot of movies are trying to like emulate. I feel like there's other movies too around this time that are trying to emulate the Inglorious Bastards like bar scene. Yeah, and it's weird that he's in that and yeah you're right (laughs) so it's like it really enforces that like tense uh bar scene um i i do like james mcavoy's performance um killing soviets with barbed wire i love a good power scene and like it's brutal and it doesn't match the rest of this movie and that's where it's like if this was just a Magneto movie, it would be so much cooler because everything cool is Magneto. You're talking about when they're breaking into the Soviet palace and he ties them up and he, then Xavier puts them to sleep? Yeah, like he's yeah. wrapping them up in barbed wire and they're like screaming. <laughs> it's yeah, like, but he's, he clearly, they make a point. I, I like it too. I'm just like tonally, they do make a point of, it's not like he's ripping them into pieces. Like they clearly no. survive. Yeah. So it's not like it's, I don't think it's that out of place with the violence in the rest of the movie. Yeah, it could have been worse um, or better. I like him killing Shaw with the coin. Um, yeah, that, that was my list. And that's all Magneto stuff other than James McAvoy's performance. Those are all the like best things about it. And it's unfortunately very little. So, Well, as I said before, I think for a movie like this, good like really good performances do carry a lot of weight in terms of like, I think a lot of the stuff that makes a movie good that you don't necessarily like if it's there, it's like a total, if it's not there, it's a total deal breaker, like movies and characters or uh, actors, performers and characters I do think are there in this, which it's, yeah. I mean, it's easy to look at all the stuff that doesn't work, but I think it'd be way worse if, like Magneto and Xavier weren't just so much fun to watch on screen. I don't know. If but that... still, it's two characters, and there's a lot of characters. I think that they're they're there's good. a lot, but they're always with like I don't know. I feel like they're pretty much in it throughout the movie, interacting with them. Like there's no, there's, it's not like we're spending a ton of scenes with, even though I was defending it, the the kids on their own or whatever. I guess I'm just saying, it's like, enough to, to me, away from it. I feel like you can pretty much get to a three-star movie with just Magneto, Xavier, and them doing stuff. And they did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, some other little nitpicky things. I don't hold it really against it. This is just, again, movie logic stuff. But when uh, a mystique at the beginning is imitating Xavier's mother... The how size she, thing? How does she, well, yeah, the size thing bothers me. It happens with Peter Dinklage in the next one. But, uh, well, it happens in the how, originals too. Yeah. But, uh, like, so I'm fine with that. But how does she know what his mother sounds like? He, she <laughs> literally saw a picture and it's like, I'm going to be her. And then it's like, uh, you point. could kind of, she hears him she talking. She probably studied like, uh, archival she film. She tell by before her she showed up. <laughs> throat. Yeah, I guess she literally becomes her. Um, Why does Moira? How does she know he wants chocolate? Oh no, wait. Uh, 
do you think a grenade would actually kill everyone on that boat when the American guy's like threatening Shaw? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think grenades are as powerful as movies think they are. <laughs> it's more about shrapnel and stuff, and it's like it's like he's holding See, C4. I just took it for granted. That's just a I movie don't know thing, how powerful again. a grenade is. It's it's not it's not a big ball of fire like they make it out to be. Um the fact this that they important. find Shaw like immediately seems weird. Like with the that boat scene, like the CIA guys and Xavier. I don't know what happens before it, but it's, it seems weird that's like Magneto's going to kill him and then they show up and it just seems like it's very easy. I don't know. Um, oh, right. I know what part you mean. Yeah, I was kind of wondering that too of where this I don't come, know if it kind of comes out of nowhere. It's just like, because, yeah, they, don't, they haven't even been introduced to Cerebro yet. So I don't know. Um, I don't like the scene where they meet Hank McCoy. It's like, here's Hank. Oh, you're a mutant. Oh, you didn't know he was a mutant. His power is monkey feet. End scene. That's pretty dumb. It's just like the, the stupidest what if scene. Xavier so can just quick. can just wipe his mind. Yeah, or <laughs> like, make him forget oh, it. Let me, let me fix this. <laughs> um, the Wolverine cameo. So they're going around and recruiting literal children. I guess Darwin's driving a taxi, so maybe he's not a child. But it's just weird. It's like recruiting kids and then randomly Wolverine in a bar. They go up to. And then, haha! He said the f word. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I that, like that scene. I, that drives me nuts. Why? Because, well, it drives me nuts. It gets worse because of the second movie makes it even worse. So it's a. I joke. think the second one almost pays it off because no, it's like it's. Worse. I like Xavier saying it back to him because he seems like he has more of a reason to. No. It's a joke in this one. Yeah, this and, one's a joke. And it's just like we get one F word per movie. Yeah, it's such an MPA thing. A, a good use of it. If it's stupid, I one. hate. That I is hate. the ultimate pandering where it's like we're going to have Wolverine and he's going to drop an F bomb. Yeah, and then that's I it. hate it. And I also hate it because these are stupid superhero movies for kids. And yeah. we don't need f bombs like Deadpool and Logan. That's a different thing. Fine, but like we don't need f bombs in Avenger movies or X Men movies. <laughs> like yeah. we are all losers in our thirties talking about children's movies, and the fact I don't, that I, I wouldn't say that this is a children's movie. It though, is. That this is it's like, not. An it should be. Movie. Like Child this is for though. how old is it appropriate to hear the f word on screen? Like I feel like I would say let's say conservatively twelve. I don't know. <laughs> I don't feel like this is a movie for like eight year olds. No, but it's for twelve. It you know what you do not need. It feels like you do not need an f. No, but this could be on in the background when the older twelve year old or fourteen year old boy is watching it and his little six-year-old seven-year-old sister like there's like very little besides the coin going through his skull well but even that i mean but like no it's just 
but they do. Okay, well, if you don't need an fine, F, you know what? But, if you don't need an F word in Jurassic Park, you don't need it in this or Jaws or like there's a ton of awesome scary movies and it's just like it's just there for the sake of it just because we can and then the fact that it's in the next movie bugs me even more because it's just like it was a joke in this one and now we're gonna play it as this is a real thing and it just makes me hate xavier because wolverine (laughs) that's just how he would behave perhaps to this guy and then we're going to make this deadly serious point. I'm going like, to tell I, you what you told me, Mr. No Legs. I like oh, it in both of them. Like, I don't know. I, I'm i not a kid that's... Steve, you are parent. the problem. I, well, I'm not a parent, and I'm not a kid that's... Well, it's not even so, a parent. I'm saying that the fact that you like it is just, like, well, so dumb. I, it's pretty... In, I think it's, like, pretty in character for the for Wolverine that he would actually say that. But he could say screw off or he Yeah, that's really funny, screw off. It's funny. Funny? Like you're yeah, you think it it's can funny. Be. That's yeah. comedy. In certain contexts it can be, yeah. I mean, yeah, but I've not in this it, one. You've laughed. But not <laughs> yeah, in this, this one. one it is it's funny. not funny. Because it's totally believable that he would say this to these two guys They're, at the but bar. It's, it, it's lazy. Character. It is lazy. I don't know. I thought it was a pretty. I would like. I mean, it's hard to put your head back to 2000 whenever this movie came out, but I feel like at the time I didn't see it coming, unless it was in the trailer, and then I wouldn't have seen it coming when I saw it in the trailer. But I think it's funny because you don't expect that to be the reaction, also, even though you know he's not going to go. It bugs. Me. It also bugs me on a like. This is their first meeting. Thing. Yeah. Like yeah, that's, that, it, that, that, that's more, yeah, it's just all this, me, just like problem, for a cheap joke. We're Steve, I care that, about canon, I care about canon, and they it's just, definitely pandering they don't having him canon. in there. But I don't know, Karen Travis wouldn't stand for this, <laughs> yeah, whatever. No, I mean, yeah, I, I get what you, I don't know, I it's hard to, it's definitely pandery. For sure, it's Greedo him in there. with Anakin making his speeder yeah. thing. It's just trash. Yeah, that is true. I, that's probably something I'm more desensitized to now, the panderiness of it, because I know it's in there. But I, I, yeah, you definitely. That is a good point. Okay, well, keep going, Adam. If you had more, uh, yeah, let me see where I was. Uh. Uh, he said the F word. Okay. Um, Shaw's use of his power does not look cool. So that's a strike against a cool villain. I, I agree. Don't, I don't think it's we, a cool looking talked, power. When he's we like, talked about when Nathan was gone, but yeah, I agree that, that his power sucks. Um, little note, Mystique's cell age at half the rate. So they could throw that in there. So it's like, this is why she doesn't look like an old bag in the later ones. <laughs> yeah, that's stupid too. Um, so there's a line yeah. where I guess it's Magneto and Xavier talking to each other. You believe they're all like Moira. You believe they're all like Shaw. But Shaw's a mutant and they're talking about humans. So it's like... That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> uh, um, oh, crap. What was I going to say? I don't know. Keep going. Sorry. 
how many people does it take to run a submarine? And this isn't a joke. This is <laughs> an actual question. <laughs> because it's literally three people in this movie. And I'm pretty sure subs are a little more challenging than that. It's, like, it's a pretty small sub, though. And uh, one guy's job is just to suck all the energy out of the nuclear reactor <laughs> to keep himself yeah. young. <laughs> it's yeah. really just one person or two, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it takes more people. To, one of them, two of them are just working the ladder for her to climb up. <laughs> This thing practically. Yeah, one's looking at the radar. One is driving like a car. Um, (laughs) This is a bigger thing, but the I can't feel my legs at the end is so shoehorned in. It's pretty. It's it's literally like, well, if this is the only one of these we're gonna make, we better take away this guy's legs, and it's just so (laughs) like pointless. Quick shave my hair. I can't feel my legs. Like yeah. Just and <laughs> talking about that, they make two bald jokes in this. Cause it's like when he's going to use Cerebro, it's like, are you sure I can't shave your head? He's like, don't touch my hair. And then Moira says something to him at the end. And he's like, Oh, my hair is going to start falling out. Or I don't know. It's, yeah. it's like, we get it. He goes bald. Like, <laughs> I, but I, I agree. It's bad, but is it better or worse than what would you prefer? Yellow spandex. That is way better. That is way better because uh, he's not actually in yellow spandex. Yeah, like they're just. That's not why it's better. (laughs) Well, it's just better. (laughs) I mean, he's not actually bald. (laughs) No, but it's just that is. To me, that's an actual flavor of humor. No, because it's a joke. That's why it's better. This isn't a. Well, this is a joke too. It's just not when he gets shot and can't feel. No, I'm talking about the bald jokes. Yeah, it's. it's... I think you've been. I think Xavier mind wiped you. <laughs> no, but the getting shot is. I don't the know. The getting shot, I agree, is. And uh, is it's bad. weird how it's handled in the the next one because it's a little like. I, I don't know. It seems weird that it they doesn't take. Can they, did, they can take away a... powers and it's just like. Yeah, oh, that's, I'm not a huge fan of the taking away powers medication because it kind of cheapens the whole point of the x-men yeah and it's like oh so there was a cure the whole time why is beast so amazed by the cure in the third one when he literally invented a cure well it's just like and also the whole point of it is supposed to be that they're hiding from society and if they can easily just hide by taking a thing then it's stupid it does feel in the second one like the only reason they have that whole thing is because he needs to be around for action scenes and they don't want to have to deal with making the whole movie wheelchair accessible. Yeah. <laughs> it's like and he has to go through all these It's a cheap things. thing, so it's like he can't read Wolverine's mind. But it's like, even if he could, that's fine. It's like, oh, yeah, he is telling the truth. Like, right. who cares? They, yeah. they believe him pretty quickly anyways. Right, yeah. Like, that's the it's only like, thing. It's like, oh, that's so hard to believe there could be time travel in this universe where friggin' superheroes are, <laughs> are everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It feels like they... So... Shouldn't be that skeptical. Well, I guess they're not. let's wrap up first class because we're already sure. getting into the next one. Um, after this conversation, I I was actually a pretty light three for this film because <laughs> because of the great Magneto story, but everything else bringing it down. But it's like I don't know. Is that enough to go a full three? I think I was thinking three I, because I, that's I what need I gave to the see. Third one. 
I think you should write out your calculus of point totals because I think it's a three just based on, like I was saying. Okay, anyway, I'll let you finish. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, if I'm you think it's a three, you. then I definitely have to go lower. But I don't think it's a three. I'm going to give it higher, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Continuity, it's a one. But for a cool Magneto story, and yeah, I don't know. It's like, it's a passable movie. There's a lot of things I roll my eyes at, but it's watchable and it's uh, there are things that make me angry. That's the thing. It's like that should bring it down more. But uh, the way that I rate things, usually it's like, no, it's a movie. It works. I think that this doesn't make me as angry as I make it out to be. The thing that makes me angry is when people love it and it's like you should not love this the way you do. You don't realize how dumb that some felt of the personal. Are. <laughs> 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 no, it's like <clears throat> I don't so know. You wouldn't have this on a top 100 list. Well, because I, I hear people <laughs> when when I say, "Yeah, X Men is one of my favorite movies," and they're like, "Oh yeah." The first two are pretty good, and I like uh, First Class, and it's like, can you not, like, <laughs> do not put those in the same category? I feel the like, same way when I hear people talk about, like, their favorite Star Wars movie is, like, Rogue One or something, and it's like, yeah, God, you're an Last idiot. Jedi. Anyone who says well, Rogue One is not even a Star Wars fan. Anyone it's, it's that says Last Jedi is not complete garbage. It's more infuriating when they say the good ones are the best, where it's like you can almost write them off if they think, like, it, whatever, like Last Jedi, but it's like if you think Rogue One is better than A New Hope, that's somehow more frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I, so what are you giving it? Sorry? I don't know. After the discussion, You're, I feel like this I should is be like, a two and a half because it, there are a lot of things that bother me. And I think a three is too generous. But as a movie, I think it is a better movie than uh, The Last Stand. But I, after watching that, it's like the first half of The Last Stand is solid. And it's just the end that really falls apart. And it doesn't even make me angry. So I think, I think I'm going to settle on a two and a half. I'm going to settle on a two and a half with this You're like Magneto. As a you statement. need to just get somewhere between anger and whatever the other extreme was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and it was a very like uh, yoga-ish kind of very 60s like serenity? approach to Serenity? Did you say serenity? Yeah. This, yeah. I'm surprised yeah. that you care this much. Not that I disagree with your I'm not a review rating. bomber. I don't say F this movie, it's a one star or something no, like I that. No, I know. Like, but it's just like... The stuff Although I did literally say movies. F this movie in my review on Letterboxd. <laughs> yeah. I, I have no problem. You just... Uh, I'm like, I am going nice. four. You're um, going four. I, hmm. I had it at a four and a half before. I'll give it a four, which I think drops it from 64 to 65 on my top 100. Um, just above Casino Royale. I still think if you zoom out on the movie, the stuff that makes... It's like you were kind of saying, Adam... The stuff that makes movies work is all there. It's just there's a lot of garbage, but the formula is there. But I don't think they pull it off. I think, like I said, the characters and the performances are there, and that's the most important thing. And I, I, I disagree that they don't pull it off. Just we've already talked about it, but I think they generally pull off the main relationship stuff. But yeah. well, it's a four for me. Wrong again, Nathan. You're the tiebreaker. I gave it a three. 
Yeah. Uh, I thought there me we and go. Nathan were going to be the same, but I talked myself down to the two and a half. So. Yeah, I could. Uh, I'm definitely not going up. I just think it's not super. The continuity stuff is a disaster, but they don't care, so why should I care? They obviously I, don't care about making a good movie, so whatever. <laughs> but I don't remember how this movie... Uh, it's weird because I feel like the next movie, I find it almost more annoying when they try and tie the Mystique thing into... Like, they try and combine the canons. Like, Professor X at the beginning talks about Mystique, how he used to know her, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like watching this one, you can almost just forgive it for being... Like, I feel like it's almost more of a reboot than a prequel in some ways. Well, it's the same crap as Sabretooth and Wolverine's relationship. Yeah. And all this stuff. It's just like, okay, they've done it before. They don't care. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah. I agree. Okay. They don't care. They do not. They care. don't care. So why should we? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's funny. I, uh, we didn't even mention it, but uh, X Men First Class is directed by Matthew Vaughn, who yeah. I Adam loves. Love uh, pretty much everything I've seen. Uh, he did the Kingsman movies, which you guys didn't like, but I do, and. Uh, Kick Ass, which isn't like a favorite, but I, I like it a lot, and Stardust, which is on my top 100. So it's just like weird Stardust. that I like a lot of his stuff, but then this one, it's like, no, thank you. But I think, well, really, this one you hate the continuity, and then you don't maybe. love the. I think, uh, I, yeah, and performances I think, like the. I think this is an assault on your. If this was, if this was yeah. given an MCU title, it'd be a full star bump up. If, uh, no, if it had the same like exact that. treatment and was just called MCU, like <laughs> I, that wouldn't change anything. It would make me hate it more, maybe. Like I and Adam, hopefully you take this. This isn't an insult, uh-oh, but uh-oh. it's. I don't think it is an insult. I think I think you care about the original movies way more than me or Nathan, or at least way more than me. And I feel like you yeah. are more offended by this. Well, I, I think that's the case with a lot of things. Honestly, I don't let I, crap slide when the originals are good. That's why I'm not a prequel sympathizer or apologist but, like but, Star Wars. But Adam, yeah, I, I mean, would say this is my not that you hate it as much as I do, but like I feel like we're in the same realm with the Last Jedi. Like I, I think the Last Jedi is trash on its own, but then. It's even. It's not just trash. It's diarrhea, because of uh, what they do to the characters, like yeah, specifically. I, so that bugs. Where it's just like I think it's just a bad movie, and then it's worse because they wrecked continuity and they wrecked a beloved character. So I think this is in the same realm that you like. If X Men One and Two didn't exist. What is the star rating on this movie? And yeah, I should ask I mean, the same if, there, with if this was the first X Men movie, <laughs> if this was the first X Men movie, it. I don't think I would be going off saying crazy things like it's a four, but I wouldn't. Yeah. 
I wouldn't think as negatively about it. It'd be like, oh, this is just a weird choice for a first movie. But like, yeah, it probably would have not ended up being the way it is. Maybe it would have been more accurate and they would have had a Cyclops, Jean Grey kind of like actual first class. But in this, it's like, oh, we have to come with time travel. I would go back in time and, and kill Ryan first Johnson two from coming out just so I could see you give this a four. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Go... If they didn't come out, there would be a lot of things different about this. That's the catch yes. 22. It, it wouldn't exist the way it is if the other ones didn't exist. Oh, but sure. the, yeah, there are a lot of things that are just continuity and that pisses me off a lot about prequels is just if, like uh, you know what it's yeah. supposed to come to just follow that like don't make up new things for the record i just want to repeat the last jedi would be a one star <laughs> if the other we, things didn't we exist it. nathan has done all the research <laughs> he's thought about yeah. it <laughs> he's sat there for that, hey that's a hundred turns out he's still right that's a hundred percent increase <laughs> i feel like Adam, you're reacting. It's like you're watching this like the people who were killed by Jeffrey Dahmer are watching the, <laughs> the Dahmer dog. It's like, you're too close, man. Yeah. You, <laughs> you're uh, too close to the material. Uh, Did we talk out. about the yellow uniforms? No. I'm not a huge fan. I assume that that's from the comics. I don't care. It looks like it's, crap. It's close. It's, yeah, it's trying to be like that and... I don't great. mind them. I I think there's other stupider things. So I, by that point, I'm just like, whatever. Beast looks like crap. Okay. Mystique Let's move on here. Okay. So that was 2011. Three years later, X-Men Days of Future Past. Directed by the OG Brian Singer. Uh, back in action. Um, thoughts. Um, I, I guess I was a little disappointed just because I think I've given this a five before. So I was like, I remember really loving it, but I, I did, and I still like it. I would say even parts of it, I like quite a bit. Um, and I think it's like a, a great, like, this is kind of like, I guess, kind of an iconic X-Men story. Um, I just watched Superman return or whatever the Brian Singer Superman is. Mm-hmm. Superman Returns and there's a little bit of that in this where there's a point after Mystique gets shot on the thigh and falls out of the building to the end fight where there's so much plot and as I'm watching this I'm like I don't remember any of this like it's just so kind of like from thing to thing to thing and it's kind of complicated like okay now they're with they know where Magneto is but now he's going here and there's just like stuff that I kind of just zoned out but I do still really like, again, Wolverine, Magneto, Professor X, the interplay between the three of them, I think uh, is awesome. I think bringing Wolverine back in was really good. Um, and I like, I just think it's, again, a lot of fun. Like, the humor really works. And I don't know, there's like, it feels like this is kind of, maybe it's the era or it's like, this is kind of the sweet spot for me for superhero movies where it's serious enough, but it's also super fun and funny. Like it, it's like kind of just what you want. To, they're just having a good time, not taking. They're just having a good time. It's a hangout movie. It, they're hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, 
<laughs> not. <laughs> no, they're not, it's not really a hangout movie, but I I love like the th- the interplay between the three of them and I do uh, like the originals so much more that like what's Fastbender is good, but like yeah, I even like seeing Halle Berry think... and the other ones. All the original ones are the best. Yeah, it's cool that uh, they do incorporate both. Um, you think Halle Berry is good in S Storm? I just like the original cast better than the other. Based on what though? They, I, I mean, I don't think. Wait, are you saying them, Halle Berry's not good as Storm? I don't think she's very good. No, she's pretty like just in this stands movie. Around. In the second, in X Men Two. X-Men United. She's... I haven't seen that for a while. <laughs> a month. See, that I, one, she I, has the most to do, acting-wise. The first one, there's really not a lot, and she's putting on a weak Wakandan accent. But, uh, yeah, like, I... The third one, I feel like she's almost given too much to do. Like, she's yeah. not up for it. I mean, she's given the know, professor's I, eulogy. I, it's a little eye-rolling but other than professor and magneto and obviously wolverine i kind of feel like there's not really anything else like i, I wasn't colossus and iceman iceman's not great either. i, I like think he's... this is the coolest iceman's been yeah he is <laughs> uh bearded iceman especially when he's in ice form he looks amazing he does look cool yeah i i always forget how long the old cast is actually in it like they're not in it that much they're in it more than i remember like i feel like it's almost like the first 10 (laughs) minutes and then you you watch it it's like oh they're in it for like half an hour no they're not like the beginning part is at least 20 minutes but that's kind of that the beginning i felt like it's like in different it's like kitty pride and all those like yeah there's not much going on and and the final fight I thought that was longer for sure, but it's like people just dying right away, yeah. which I love. I love that Me it's too. like you actually see people dying, and even the though the first time it's like, apart, it's well, awesome. it wasn't real, and then the second time it's like, well, it's going to revert, so it doesn't count kind of stuff. But yeah, like Storm at the very end, it's like I did not think she was going to die that quickly. Like she doesn't do a whole lot, and all of them actually. It's like you see – colossus ripped in half it's yeah. it's brutal that's a pretty cool death and i almost like how it's just like happening without any fanfare like it's like yeah there's not like someone watching me like no yeah it's just like oh well he's dead <laughs> it's weird because like the the girl who can do the portal thing seems like she almost has like the most yeah attention she's and it's like who the is best. It? i think <laughs> she's cool yeah. yeah her name's blink and i think her portal powers are awesome like the it's basically stuff is fun yeah like it's basically portal the video game but like in yeah it's really cool uh and they do it really well and yeah i don't know i i, I i'm more with nathan it's like oh i didn't realize how short these people were in it because it's are you talking about quick as a whole though or i guess i was more referring to the maybe i'm thinking scene. of the action part of it like i thought that there was yeah. more sentinel action with them i just always remember i always think of that beginning scene as being like a 10 minute setup but there's actually more to it than i than i remember it's like oh yeah this 
there's a couple like there's way more dialogue and there's more it takes a while before you get to the the wolverine waking up on the waterbed scene like it's mm. a good 20 25 minutes I, I i don't know to me it doesn't feel long like maybe it is time-wise but it, 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 it doesn't feel it's quick. not bad it's just always i, I guess i'm kind of sometimes ple- like I, I guess i was kind of pleasantly surprised that like you get as much time with the characters as you do so this future this is another continuity thing but in this it's like just ignore it and it's fine like how does this play in with the wolverine and logan and stuff like that so i know it does annoy me at the end of wolverine we had like the extra scene at the airport remember and i think we were talking about how that is setting up this future where it's like the sentinels but not really (laughs) well they talk about is it bolivar trask you see a trask commercial but it's like the it's like the world is destroyed and it seems very futuristic and in that right. stinger and they're all wearing black there's not a clothes. lot the fashion is completely changed yeah fashion, <laughs> out the fashion and sentinels just took hover off chair right from there. and body armor and yeah um that's a good that's true it's weird it's 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 not the best future like it's but it's like so logan happens after this apparently but then really this gets overwritten because when he comes back it's changed yeah, but logan happens in the new future i think because logan yeah. came out after this didn't it yeah I feel okay like we talked then about that would that listen. that's fine yeah. um but but it's the other thing sorry, about ahead. that was um silver samurai takes his adamantium claws right yeah that's what i was just gonna bring up that and makes no sense to me unless someone can back. explain it. Yeah. There's no explanation. So how does he get from how does he get his steel back in his claws? Here's a question for Adamantium. You. Yeah. Who's the card talking to? Riker. He's talking to Riker at the beginning? Uh Commander Riker. Okay. What be who are you talking <laughs> No, I don't know. About? What do you mean? The voiceover? I'm just joking. The voiceover is hilarious because it's well, like who's he talking to? Like I know no, that's similar to the first one. It's a one. callback, yeah. Like, no, I know. I, I'm he's not talking to it. anyone in the first one. Mutation. Blah blah blah. He's talking to the audience. He's in the no, I know. Captain's log. It's just weird <laughs> because it's just like it feels weirder than the other one because the other one's more just like general stuff. This is like specific history where it's like what's happened. Whereas like in the other one. He's, it's more of a just like talking about like the universe right. and mutants in up. general. It's not like it also this is would our make history. sense that he's it's like a lecture he's doing or something. Yeah, in the first one, whereas this it's like he's narrating. Yeah, I just don't know. Like this whole future world, they love people in cages this is like a future holocaust thing they just love setting these things up well Uh, this is a common x-men thing like it's in the cartoon various cartoons some are in the future some are in the present but yeah mutants getting rounded up it happens all the time (laughs) and i I like it too like it's a cool idea and i i'm not sure i'm crazy about the look of the sentinels in this in the the future ones i mean not the ones the early models i think look cool but i do like how unbeatable they are and you just feel like the x-men are totally hopeless against them 
I think that somehow feels pretty intimidating. Um, I think there's really cool use of powers in the movie. Like we talked about the portal thing. Um, I like, well, obviously we'll talk about the quick deliver scene and, but uh, even just little stuff like when professor X is talking to mystique, I think it is at the airport and he's just jumping from person to person and talking to her, I think is a cool way to do that. Um, I like the, the metal, uh, that Magneto does through Wolverine at the end and then throws him in the water. I think that's a cool metal use of way to beat him. How did they when get the just metal his... out? They don't really show that. It shows it like falling off of him when yeah. they pull him out of the water. And that cage he's that he's on, he's like on this flat like fence thing. And then there's just chains hanging from the side. like, And it's just like, what are those chains for? It's just like... Some of the production design is whacked. Uh, <laughs> Adam, this is for you. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Mystique's plan is the same as the bad guy's plan in Wakanda Forever. Just kill the scientist. Yeah. She just wants to kill Trap. I mean, I feel like it makes more sense in this one. Yes, I do. But I, someone I could carry on, but he he does seem to be the yes. the driving force. It's definitely better than kill this student that came up with it. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, sorry, spoilers. I feel it's like okay. this movie kind of ignores part three. For I'm gonna. I, I gotta step away for a second, but you guys can keep going. The la- the last stand. part three X Men movie. How I, so? I forget why I wrote that down, but I, I have a note from the first one that says I like Kevin Bacon's reaction, and I have no idea what <laughs> reaction. I think uh, I'm not sure. It's just like the vibe. Uh, okay, now that Adam's gone, can we agree at first class is a four star? It rocks. I like it. <laughs> uh, this guy's nuts. I don't like drunk Xavier. Drunk. Sorry, drunk Xavier? Yeah, he's always drinking in this. Oh, yeah. It's a bit um it's over the top. It's a little heavy handed, like yeah. acting, acting. The JFK stuff. It's pretty annoying. Yeah. Uh it's pretty lame, and then how they keep developing it, like, no, I was trying to save him. That's why and then they knocked me out just as I was curving the bullet. And it's like, okay, let's just, we can just leave this behind. Like when it was just an initial reference, it's. I think it would have been cooler if he did kill him. Me too. I feel it would be cooler if it wasn't really in there. JFK was a mutant. That's dumb too. (laughs) They said it's it's so, like, that is such a, like, low information person. I like JFK. He was a mutant too. That. That's cool. And it's like... He was one of us, Charles. Yeah. And he was one of ours, Charles, also banging interns in the White House pool. Like, what are you... It's just... That was his power. <laughs> that was his power. <laughs> that as a man, he could just uh, deflower any girl. <laughs> it's so pathetic. Like, I love people's view of history. I have no other notes. <laughs> uh, here's a question, and I would like Adam's answer on it. So, 
it came down because there's just there's a lot of good things in it. Uh, that's not why it came down because there's good things. That sounds about right. <laughs> uh, but like there are cool things. What's his name? Wolverine's the best. Like he. Re- oh, he's a, he is the best. Like he fixes this movie or like makes it work. Why Adam just responded four minutes ago in the video game thread. He's on the cam. <laughs> uh, here's a question for you. Yeah. Oh, well, oh, one thing we should say, the Quicksilver running scene, like that is, elevates this movie. Like it's not that long it's of a awesome. scene, but it is awesome. And he's way yeah. better than the Flash or any other fast. This is the original one of those kind of scenes. I mean, it only is going to get worse because you've seen it and it, people make a big deal of it, but it still is awesome. Yeah, and they tried to do it in Apocalypse. And it's just not as good. It's still it's good, but it's. I think good. that guy in general is really good. Like, uh, the comedy elements they do with him work too. Like the uh, when he's like, "I killed the president," and he's like, "Wow!" And then he's like, "To the guy, he's like, shit." <laughs> uh, so that's Magneto's son. Yeah, I don't like how they throw that into. It's, yeah. You know, I had sex with a woman, like, or, or whatever they say. Like, it's yeah. it's just like. Not needed. It's just a little too cute, but yeah, um, that comes up in the next movie quite a bit. Apocalypse. It's a major plot point that that's his son. Could have fooled me. Yeah, that's how dumb these movies get. <laughs> uh, here's a question for you: Why do they have to free Magneto? Um. Here comes Adam. We'll ask him. Yeah, he'll be. He'll know the answer. I don't remember. There's no answer. That's the problem. It's just one of those things. It's here. Adam's back. I, can, I, there's just I one glad, of those I things. think the Phantom Menace, though, is... Uh... <laughs> uh, we really went off the rails. But here, Adam. They, when Wolverine's going back in time, and then Picard's like, you're going to have to befriend me and fix my brain. And then it's like, and also me, Magneto's like, you gotta, you're gonna have I to. I just want to be involved. Right. Why do they need, first of all, their goal is to fix the timeline. So it's a weird, like, non, it's a more of a general it's thing. It's a change the timeline, isn't it? Yeah. To, it's not, to it's not as easy as like back to the future where it's like, we need my parents to get together and that will fall. It's more like of a general thing. It's not like one specific thing that like this event happened. So we have to change that event. But then here's my question. Why do they need Magneto? Yeah, I don't remember. Is, uh... There's no reason. And Magneto's just... They do say something though, don't they? Like I'm not defending it. I'm just trying to clarify. No, like, I feel like there is... Say something. But there is no reason. What does Magneto do to help? There is no reason. He is just a problem. He causes problems. I wish I remember. I I agree, but I'm. I wish I could remember the reason they get. He does though. They get him. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Then he shoots Jennifer Lawrence in the leg. He's all crazy, and then he 
brings his stick right in her thigh over the white house her best weapon or in her calf i mean what else does he do (laughs) yeah i'm trying to think if there is anything that it's like Like, they needed him to do something but i feel like this is one of those things problem in my in when i see movies in theaters where people are just saying things and it's like you just said it but that doesn't mean it's true like it's just like I think there's stuff like this throughout The Hobbit. It's because they're friends. Where it's just like, you just (laughs) say things. Friendship. And it's just like... Yeah. They need to go to the... He knows where all the good strip clubs are. Yeah, it's just like, (laughs) you're going to need Magneto too. No, you're not. He's going to cause problems. If anything, they they need to avoid getting Magneto because (laughs) it, it it completely changes the timeline too because like, how long was Magneto in the Pentagon? Like, if they didn't break him out, how did he even get out? Right. Eventually, somebody freed him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but, like... Mystique freed it, came around eventually, and... But, yeah, That'd be I, that is a very good point that I didn't think of. Like, why... Yeah, I don't know why they need him. And other than him shooting Mystique to keep the plot going. <laughs> like, yeah. There's, there's no reason that they specifically needed him... Yeah, huh. uh, I do this like the old footage. Go down a half star for me. For that <laughs> reason, I do like the old footage, like the JFK footage. What do they call that footage? Archival? No, there's like a specific I name. Don't remember it? <laughs> is that I'll, all? I'll look it up. But there Archival is a specific. Maybe dumb. No, there's say, a specific, specific name for the JFK assassination. Is it like the person's name? It might be the last name. Something? Yeah, something like that. Uh, but I do like how that looks, like especially Mystique with like the color and stuff. Like yeah. it looks weird. There's a, there's some cool stuff with that. I have Xavier yeah. is a wuss in this. Uh, I feel like he's a wuss. I don't. It's all this peace how and so? love all the time, and it's like sometimes you got to do something, Xavier. I don't know. What in particular, like I remember, I feel like in the last one, he's more of a kind of yogi kind of mentality, or maybe I'm getting them mixed I up. Don't but... know. Okay, and here's another <laughs> this is not even nitpicking, this is genuine. This makes no sense. Why does Magneto putting steel into the Sentinels control them? I understand control them like the way he control Wolverine like moving something forcefully against their will but essentially he should be moving these things that are built with hydraulics and have yeah. jets against Isn't their will but mostly no, what he's doing no but they're he... computered on oh, and dumb. it's like they're scanning that. mutant mutant they can fly like he's flipping switches like it's like no, you just shove. That's like shoving steel into me, and using me as a puppet. Like he's using these guys as a puppet. He doesn't is have that, magic powers over them. Is he just turning them on though, and then controlling them physically? I don't. Well, even how's remember. he turning them on? The way that he shows it, it it does look like, uh, like that would be a cooler, more primitive thing of 
just making them puppets. But the way that it shows it, it does look like it goes into the brain and it's like rewiring right. things, but, which is dumb. But how's yeah. the steel rewiring it? it? It yeah, I don't know. I I don't know how the it actual electricity I, part of and I feel that like that works. scene looks like crap. Like the Sentinels. Which one? Landing? No, just the train sequence yeah. specifically oh, when yeah. this when it's going into the Sentinels is like are we watching like reboot here? Like how it looks like <laughs> the cartoony version of that. It just looks like think, trash. That is a show that looks terrible now. Reboot. That that one scene. <laughs> and it's not even when he's lifting up the tracks. It's like 10 seconds of it, like going through their veins and like the weird purple shell and stuff. I don't know. Don't have the, a th- lot the other thing is them. like the whole vibe of the first two movies are just like they build up and now like well don't you remember when the guy put the stadium around the white house like it's yeah. just like the way the first two movies talk about like mutants are still just coming well out of the shadows the first two didn't happen after this you have right. to remember that it's so I it it new. This is new stuff, and that is the biggest uh, loss: is that that continuity doesn't even exist, other than in Wolverine's mind. Well, well, it does feel like with Wolverine going back to Striker, like it feels like there's a certain part of it where a lot of this stuff is going to happen. Like I think Beast talks about history being a river which obviously is not true because they do fix it but it feels like there's an element of like a lot of it's going to repeat itself kind of thing um like i i don't know does wolverine or does magneto ever end up on the statue of liberty again with the thing like it feels like you could see that maybe that would happen still it's just um i don't know yeah they don't they kind of you're right it could well, all just be yeah I, I guess the the whole point of him being locked up it's like maybe like i can see the the original movies happening with magneto being out of the picture for so long and then he's finally out and it's like okay now i've gonna i'm gonna release my master plan but this it's just like i'm gonna just keep hitting them hard and fast and like <laughs> that's like his thing and it doesn't seem like from this point would line up with the originals, but that's kind of the point. Yeah. Well, it's also weird that um, if, if I'm understanding this correctly, in the timeline that was laid out before, so Mystique would kill Trask in the 70s, and then when are the originals supposed to have taken place? Like 2000, like the early, like yeah, when they came out. So it's like 30 years later, the Sentinels have all just been kind of yeah, that's like, the thing. In we saw in X Men Three, in the Danger Room, they do fight a Sentinel, so they have been around. But I guess the like super advancedness of them doesn't happen for a long time, and it takes forever. So maybe just if she hadn't killed Trask, it would have happened a lot quicker. So that's where it's like, I can right. I can kind of see her goal. And like, yeah, it's it's kind of like the Wakanda Forever thing, where it's like that doesn't stop it. But but why would it? Why would it have taken thirty years for after in the original timeline, 
Mystique kills Trask, right? Isn't that what we're supposed to believe happened? Yeah. So why would it take 30 years after that for the Sentinels to be come into production to the point where in the future there would be this overwhelming well, like, force? Yeah, like who knows? They didn't get funding or it's like it's just kind of in the archives and then eventually gets resurrected. Who knows? Like without yeah, him. No, it, it's possible. It's just kind of weird that like it can all be traced back to this one thing. But it's like, but then there was 30 years like what happened yeah if anything <laughs> it seems like um well i guess it happens at the same incident i was gonna say uh if they just stop her from getting captured then that makes more sense because it's like they got her dna and then that, that's why they can adapt to the mutant abilities because they're changing it really has nothing to do with killing trask it's more about them having her blood yeah. Which ends up happening right. anyways because she gets shot on the scene. Yeah. And then they overcome that anyway. But um, yeah, the, we mentioned the Quicksilver scene where you were gone. Definitely doing some heavy lifting here in terms of like. It's funny because it. I don't even, <laughs> I wouldn't call it heavy lifting. It's like, it's a standout scene, but it really means nothing for the gr- the big picture of the movie. Oh, it no, doesn't. but it's still. But I feel cool. like if it wasn't in the movie, this movie wouldn't have the credit. It's that it does. it's cool, but at the same time, I was like, oh, this wasn't as great as I remembered. But I'm also probably thinking of the next one. It, it's the kind of thing where, like, once it happens, and there's been other movies that have replicated it, like including the next one. It's like I was saying to Nathan, each time you watch it, it's only going to get worse. It's that kind yeah. of thing, but. I think it's still really cool. And I remember at the time thinking it was really cool and I still like it in this, but yeah, I think Quicksilver um, is a little OP in this. I, I, well, he's, he's more OP when you actually make him fight other ones. Like in this, he's perfect for what, yeah, like he's OP when you actually make him fight other mutants, which they don't in this, which I think is smart. Like you don't really, in this movie, you don't really have to think about how he fits into the rest of the world of superheroes because he's not involved in, in anything else. He's a, yeah. he's a stage five mutant. Yeah, like he... Um, that's where it's just one of those things where why don't they keep him around? Like, it's just a weird, like, here's Quicksilver and we're done with him. He's too unreliable. That's why they had to get Magneto. But, yeah. They but had to get someone, someone they could trust. I feel like that's everything, though, with every superhero movie. If you actually sat back and like, what can these guys do? They can solve a lot of their problems. Yeah. Very fast. Like Superman could always fix everything. Thor can pretty much do anything he wants. Like, it's just like, uh, why can't Xavier? Yeah. He can't control Magneto with his mind, but he can control everyone else. So That's, it's like he could. There's no reason Magneto can't be sending hundreds of people at a time <laughs> to fight and do yeah. stuff that he wants. Like Professor X is the worst in terms of OP there is because it's like he can just be mind wipe. Like why isn't he with mind wipe Trask? Problem solved or make him <laughs> That's a good decide point. he doesn't want it. You know what I mean? And like, like if he's plugged into the right <laughs> computer, he can kill everyone on Earth. <laughs> like it's just. He's, like, he, I remember like reading. Yeah, reading the old comics, like 
I think he mind wiped someone in the second one. And then every other issue, it's like, you could have mind wiped him. You could have mind wiped that guy. Like right. everything is just, he could constantly just be mind. We could just be mind wiping our way out of all of these problems. It's <laughs> like, it's everything where, uh, as soon as you sit back, like every single movie, I don't know if there's any movie that we like with like an action movie where it's like, is there not a better solution? Like I remember even rewatching like Star Trek, the first ones when they're like encountering the Borg and the big thing with that, it's like they won't attack us unless they feel we're a threat so they can just beam on their ship. It's like, well, why don't you just beam a bomb on their ship? <laughs> it's just like <laughs> all this stuff all the time. It's like they yeah. beam a, a nuclear bomb on a board cube that will mess them up <laughs> problem solved <laughs> problem I, solved like i still it's just like, like a, they all it's just like you got to ignore tons of stuff so xavier yeah. i magneto's works but even him like to control metal they they do show what he's capable of in apocalypse and i forget well that one will be fun because he's just murdering everybody but they just let him go at the end i i i feel like i like this movie more than it's coming across but i just i think part of it too is like trying to fit it in i probably wasn't absorbing the stuff i like as much but i I, yeah i mean it's funny (laughs) like i think there's a lot of parts that i laugh at when i watch it um like the quicksilver stuff the magneto and wolverine stuff like on the plane. I don't really yeah. love Quicksilver. Like there's You're always an asshole. It's funny sort of, but I don't really like him. <laughs> like, I don't like him like that he's the best thing ever, but I feel like he's the perfect amount of douchebag where it's like he's not too annoying. Like I'm trying to think of other characters where he yeah, I don't think he's act. annoying. That's well, true. The, the, yeah, like, uh, what's the pyro and stuff? It's like, I yeah. don't like pyro. Yeah. It's like, this guy, it's like... He, he's there, a better douchebag. There's some char- charisma to him and, like, him just messing around with stuff. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 I prefer yeah. um, the uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson... Quicksilver and Age of Ultron. No, you don't. Why not? Oh, you're pathetic. That is pathetic. <laughs> Why? I don't remember him, but I, I and he's not OP. Like, like he's he's fast, but this right. is like ridiculous. Like he's just instantly places and like literally walking slowly by things. Like I don't like that. I want a little realism in my mutants. <laughs> you want but, a little realism in your. <laughs> supersonic runner. He is really... I remember even at the time thinking, like, he's super powerful, but, I, yeah, again, I think the fact that... And I don't like his look. I do not believe you like the Aaron Taylor Johnson one more. That is oh. such a... That's insane. Well, I, I'll say this. I just like Age of Ultron better than this. I'm realizing... Uh, oh, I, I know that a lot of you people are don't like MCU Age of Ultron, but it's like 
there's so many more things wrong with <clears throat> days of future past that i can nitpick about and so many more you know I, now that you mention it that George Clooney in Batman and Robin is way better than <laughs> Christian Bale. He just he has you know a what? better I, grip on the character. You say it as a as a joke, but I have always said George Clooney <laughs> is a great Bruce Wayne. He just got a bad Batman movie. So you I could see him as a good I don't remember, but I, it feels well, like George Clooney is Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Like he feels yeah, like I think he should he's, be him. it's some great casting. It's just unfortunate script. Yeah, it is. It's it's unfortunate. I, I um, what was I gonna say? I was gonna be so good. Mm-hmm. No, I I don't remember. I I honestly don't remember much from this, but I I'm gonna give it a better rating than you'd probably think from this conversation. I it's like just it. Like, I, I think know. it's really good. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm crapping on it too I much. I think it's but good. I, like... I don't think it's amazing. Like, I thought it was better. I, my... I think it's... That's my impression, too, is I remember thinking it was better. And that's maybe just coming in with really high expectations. It's... But I do think the pacing isn't very good. It's hard to remember we, because we only talked about it a month ago. But Logan... Outside of Logan... It's a masterpiece. This is the third best X-Men movie. I think Brian Singer... That weirdo. Wait, what are you putting it ahead of? It's a fourth best. (laughs) I'm saying it's the third best X Men outside of better than. So you're saying it's the fourth. Well, but no, but I don't know. (laughs) I think I I might like. I think I might like this better than Logan. This is my favorite X Men, with the exception (laughs) of. Yeah, with the exception of the first two. I'm trying. I'm just saying, like, I don't even want to think about Logan. I think. I think this one's. My third favorite X Men. I think Brian Singer. You don't consider Logan to be X Man. <laughs> no, it's just I do. A weird I, statement. A weird qualifier. What did I give Logan? Uh, four and a half. Maybe four and a half. But I'm saying, as far as favorites go, I'd rather watch this than Logan most of the time. This is it's really watchable. Like yes, it, I don't. Again, there's a middle part that kind of lo- lost me this time, but. I think the end fight, I think, is really good. Like, obviously, we talked about the Sentinel thing and the electric. How does electricity work in this world, <laughs> or whatever? But I think I like that action scene. I like it combined with the one in the future that we talked about, and I do like the first hour of the movie, especially like the Wolverine fish out of water stuff in the seventies, and like him reuniting with all the X Men, like Beast, and like I think that stuff's all fun. I think. Like we were saying before, the Professor X stuff is maybe a bit overdone, but like in terms of him not having his powers and he's a little too depressed and like it's a little thick. But yeah, I think James McAvoy more or less pulls it out of the fire with the performance um, from being really gross. Um, It's just not amazing, but um, yeah, I think that stuff was all good. Just to be clear, this is my third favorite X-Men movie. Brian Singer makes good X-Men movies. He's the only one that really makes really good ones. Uh, the Talking about the ending. So does Xavier know what happened like in this other yeah. timeline? Uh, when he's talking to Wolverine? And no, dude, he, he oh, wouldn't yeah. know the other timeline other than that it existed. I don't think he really knew what had happened. Okay. So this, but is... yeah, but how does he know that? I guess, 
Oh, he remembers. Well, he from... knows. Like yeah. he obviously met Wolverine back then, and they he explained it all. But it wasn't yeah, like you're right. this happened to Gene, and this. Or actually, I guess he saw that in his memory, so he knows some of the stuff. Yeah, so I like. Interesting. I do like that Wolverine is obsessed with Gene, and it's like a one-way street. Yeah. yeah. Like he, that is such a. Yeah, I think we, I said this before, but it is talking about Batman with uh, what's her name, Rachel. He, she would have came with me. Where is she? But then it's like <laughs> he's telling Alfred, he, he, she would have left Two Face for me. It's like no, she wouldn't. <laughs> I did You're like delusional. I love seeing Storm and Cyclops standing in that hall again doing nothing. It's just... Yeah. And Cyclops with those... Ultimate hangout. Instead of hanging out, they're standing in the hallway. Get these guys hanging out. I like seeing Kelsey Grammer again. Uh, his look That's a lot of makeup. But That's he, like a six-hour makeup chair. Yeah, but he wanted scene. to. He heard about it, and he's like, get me in there. I insist. He, I he loved playing... Be- beast and he wants to again i'm sure he would like what else was he doing razor (laughs) counting his fraser money (laughs) i i like the other beast the young beast i I like him in both i know you guys don't like him in first class but did you like him more in this at least or the same i like him i think he's better in this yeah i don't he doesn't look as dumb either i can't yeah yeah the look is, is better it's more just furry wolfman than catman um yeah, they fix his look. I also think they fix Mystique's look. Uh, her hair is more like Rebecca Romaine, and she's a darker blue. And I don't know if that's all that we needed in first class for me to accept her. <laughs> and just her personality. Like, she's uh, she's more like what we know. So uh, she's. I have no complaints about Jennifer Lawrence in this, so I know it's not her acting ability as we have seen in passengers but uh yeah i think it's more of a script and direction thing (laughs) so wait you like her in this movie or you don't like her i do like her in this i think she's it's like yeah no i buy it that's young mystique you got it but i don't understand though you don't you I don't guess, pick up on subtleties, Steve. This movie is well. Just this is a, this is really subtle. This is <laughs> I don't just a better. movie. Is she that much different in this, like performance wise? Like it feels like it's yes. largely the she's same like character. A, she is a different character. She is Mystique I, in this, for sure. She's not Raven. I don't know about that. I see some ways in which she's more like the regular Mystique, like, but they're kind of superficial, like her karate or whatever they're still good in him anakin i can feel it what's that they're still good in him anakin i can feel it (laughs) i don't does i don't know like relationships with other characters kind of feel like they leave off where they did on the first for me somewhat i don't know seems like she hates everyone i do like she does seem like she hates when she has the knife thing plastic knife against magneto's neck yeah, I like that version. Cool. Like, if I see a screw move, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> but Magneto's not really dedicated to the cause. He's kind of wants to kill her then, and then he's kind of indifferent to kill her. Yeah, I think that's part of the whole. Yet, um, he seems to go back and forth a bit, or 
feel like all these yeah. movies have that problem where it's just like Excuse people me. changing sides and like beliefs and then they're really committed to something and then something hit them in the head and then they're really committed to that it's like alright settle down um yeah um Magneto yeah, I feel like I'm not uh Magneto quotes um Shanghai Noon in this movie seems unlikely but um, <laughs> seems unlikely was that out at this happens. point uh oh it was before this movie but it wasn't in the 70s so that's right that's right so My maybe joke. uh <laughs> Shanghai Noon's quoting Magneto but uh in the f- yeah, that's Royal Bannon that. in, in <laughs> played by Owen Wilson says, "I don't know karate, but I know crazy." And believe it or not, that is said by Magneto <laughs> in this movie. I don't know karate, but I know crazy. It gets a laugh <laughs> like, too what? from whoever it is. <laughs> oh, it's the Quicksilver who laughs at it. Yeah. Do you have a list, it's, Adam? It's maybe you not need some the help here. Do, do you I gotta carry list? this thing. Oh, well, or do you have yeah, any more? I haven't really touched. I my feel notes. like I, I feel like I have more stuff to Nathan's say. Nathan's had a lot to it. say, despite other things. <laughs> um, I need some. Uh, I need you to jog my memory. If you have, well, if you have a list, I feel like go through something. It. I, I don't know if you guys mentioned stuff. before, but uh, this movie features huge jacked men. <laughs> Yeah, like he is he's a to- he's enormous. Like, is it a body? Like, is that him when it's the back to him? Like, the most ripped he looks is, or the most big he looks is when he's sitting on the with the back to us on the waterbed. Like, his, his arms his are freaking huge. And I'm like, is this really him? Like, I think it looks is. Way... I don't see why it wouldn't be. And it does look like his veins, it's like, he was just working out seconds before yeah, they filmed for him. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but they do. The, <laughs> we see that in extra features where that yeah. like uh, Henry Cavill will do like push-ups and then arm curls just before he set, starts the scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's a little thing that it doesn't get into. Quicksilver puts on his headphones before doing his running around. So does he have like a Walkman that just plays super fast or how is he listening to music at that speed <laughs> no what he, he's listening to it at normal speed then then when it's showing that scene it should be like one beat yeah like he only heard so that's an interesting drawn question. That, uh, so he right. would either be listening no to no it would be like yeah, really that's fast what's happening. and then for if him anything, it's, it's like that. oh i'm he- i'm hearing it slow because i'm so fast it doesn't make sense. No, you didn't see it. There's this cut scene where he's spinning it really fast. So he's that true? <laughs> no, you're uh, right. Because yeah, either he would hear one note and be done. It's like, does yeah. he experience the world like that all the time, or does he turn it on and off? I think he well, turns it on and off. He and I'm still not clear if you're making that up or if that was a really <laughs> scene. <laughs> it was very dead man delivery. Uh, but there is a scene where he's playing pong or whatever he's playing, and he's making that go really fast. Yeah, that he would have had to have alter. 
And that scene doesn't even make sense because it's like, is he well, playing against the computer? Or is he playing against himself somehow? Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, either way, it would only go so fast. Like, unless yeah. he altered the, the he would equipment. Have... Or maybe he can control electronics somehow. And that's how he's making the Walkman go at the regular speed. Yeah. No, I, I yeah, know. Adam, you Oh, I'm right. sorry. That was silly compared to the mystique thigh <laughs> contortion theory that you, that you two whipped out. <laughs> how silly of me. <laughs> what, that she can do crazy moves because she can control her body? Yeah. That makes perfect yeah. sense. Yeah, um, I don't know how that doesn't make sense. <laughs> because it's 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 like it's just bad wire work. Have That's you guys seen the movie Wanted? Uh with James McAvoy. Yes, with the guns. Yeah. yeah. How they curve bullets. Yeah. And then in this, Magneto curves a bullet. A little wink, wink, maybe. We were, we were talking about it a bit when you were gone, how dumb it is that... Well, we were saying we thought it was dumb. It's a little pandery that they... The JFK thing to begin with, but then also that they keep going with it, and eventually it's like that JFK was a mutant. Like, they just... Yeah, I think that... They just keep adding layers to it, and it's like... It's oh funny God, because uh, I would think that it would be better if he wasn't a mutant and he was fighting for mutants because that seems like a thing that he would do. So it doesn't make sense that it's like he was a mutant. Oh, it makes so much sense. It's like, no, it would have made sense if he was like an advocate for mutants and then that's why he was assassinated <laughs> in this world. Not to dwell on it, but how come Mystique can't cure her bullet wound if she can move her thighs or calves? <laughs> it's the same what? as her getting stabbed by Wolverine. Yeah, she, she can't heal Wolverine's It's just odd wounds. that if you she had that heal. level of control over your calf muscles, you couldn't just rearrange. She can change how they look. She can't change if they're shot or not. But how... Well, then she should only have a human's ability to move. She ha- She's not. <laughs> she does have a human's ability to move. She's just better than other people because she's just really in good shape. <laughs> the thing is, she actually... Yeah, I need to listen to the first one. You know what? You're out. wrong, Steve. <laughs> because, okay, two things. It, I do agree that it makes no sense that if she can control what her calves look like, why can't she just fix it? So because, I'm right then. Well, you're no, right the in one. that. But then you're wrong because all of this is magic and it makes no sense. Magneto, like what is that? Or That's the, the real reason it's, why it's all ma- she can slap people and do it's all, all magic. Because it makes no sense. It's all magic. Yeah. But her slapping stuff, it is part of her character. Like when she has the senator... In the, uh, <laughs> in I feel tired. Yeah, I know, but I just like we've in the senator this in the, in the helicopter. Yeah, I know, but that's part of kicks them. But she's not. You can't see it. I'm doing it perfectly. She's she's, <laughs> she's not a human. You're right. Actually, that is very. Easy. She is not a human <laughs> female that just happens to be able to transform. She's more than that. Her powers are 100 percent gymnastic. But <laughs> so you think part of I'm trying to remember what you're talking about in the first one. If that's part of her, that's what you part said. of her powers. <laughs> I think is I'm gymnastics. the one who said. But I think I'm the one who said that it seems like in this movie, part of her powers 
are more than just transforming. And you guys were saying, no, this is all can be explained by her shape shifting. The fact that she can beat people up and she slides and gives them the finger where it's like, how is she sliding like that? It makes no sense really <laughs> physically. I <laughs> think the slide actually can be explained because yeah. you, you know, when she's changing and it's almost like scales and they're flipping, I feel like on her, like, thigh kinda, her infamous thigh she sense. could be like a <laughs> tiny caterpillar down there and it's yeah, like yeah, legs yeah, right. pushing I can see her. that one <laughs> for sure i can kind of see that one we, we need an under the view of her just like changing yeah, yeah we need to see her <laughs> butt legs going um okay moving on i'm done uh i like the look of the retro cerebro console all the like dials and that kind of stuff but the rest of it looks normal like all high tech especially like the eye scanning thing at the door looks like what we've seen before but then cerebro's all like retro um i, I do like the guy who plays sorry trask uh, whatever his name is, Peter Dinklage. He's pretty good as Trask. Yeah, I like him. Um, Sorry, I interrupted you. Yeah, just going off Cerebro, I do like the scene where um, he's talking to Mystique through other people. And like, yeah, I I think I mentioned that maybe when you were away, but I okay. like yeah. that idea of like that's a cool way to use Professor X's power rather than just having him jump in her head and talk to her. Yeah, but then he does do that anyways. He like projects yeah. himself. So it was cooler when. That well, was you can only pay people. so many extras. Yeah, I mean you're not going to pay like Too seventy people. Here. Um, and then speaking of her, she only seems to disguise herself as Jennifer Lawrence. If you're a Mystique, why would you always look the same? Like. You you would be more like a scroll, and it's like, oh, I just saw someone. I'm gonna look like them, like, or you would have. I guess this is her go-to look, but um, well, I, I it just figured looks like this her is, without blue. Right, but, it is a interesting. But still, thing. she's yeah. in this. She's specifically hiding, and she is always looking like herself until it calls yeah. for her to disappear into the crowd. So, again, I do like didn't want to pay too many actors. I guess. <laughs> I like the scene where um, she is. They're in the the Viet, what are, I guess the Vietnamese general's room, or wherever they are, and he's showing the um, the mutant detector, and it's like slowly yeah. beeping. I mean, it's obvious right away to us what's happening, but I think it's cool, like a cool kind of idea of like oh, well, there's someone in here who's a mutant, and then it's like oh yeah, it's obviously Mystique. Yeah, but it would have been cool. way better. Because, like, I don't know that there's anything that happens in the scene, but when she's at the bar with that guy, and then, like, you see her beat him up, do you really need to see her beat him up? Or it should be, like, let's go back to my room. Okay. And then, end scene, then we That's, have them at yeah. the, the meeting, and it's like, oh, it's Mystique. Like, you don't really need the beating him up. They just want to have Talk Jennifer about another thing leg in the air. don't need. <laughs> When I think Magneto rips off the wall of the vault, he rips off the door and then he rips off the wall. Why? That's weird. Why not? What, just rip off the wall. I know. I'm just joking. I like the uh, the breakout scene. How it's more like a spy kind of thing. I mean, it's not um, like super. I don't know. It's just like a cool. Like breaking it Magneto. just feels kind of, yeah, feels kind of briefly like a spy movie. 
A little. Um, a that little. is... Well, actually, no, not that part. Um, I was going to say, you kind of mentioned it before, but after she gets shot, that whole scene, it's like when everything starts going wrong. And it's like Wolverine's freaking out because he sees Stryker, so he's having flashbacks. Um, everyone's out in the open and they're being filmed, and it's like everything's going to crap. And after that point, I do feel the movie really goes downhill. Like, it's not bad, but I don't think that there's anything, like, great after that. Yeah. You were talking about the end totally... fight. I don't even think that is good. Like, there's nothing mm -hmm. about the Sentinels that is like appealing and the stadium thing it's like magneto just has a flair for the dramatic where he wants to make these grand gestures like i guess i you're right i guess i i like the i actually like the the future x-men fight in that more than the current yeah they that is they need, good but brief they're missing kind of the right mix of powers i feel like to fight the sentinels in a cool way <laughs> yeah because all like, you have is wolverine and beast yeah you need cyclops or somebody who can shoot something at them to make it look cool yeah um but i do like the look of those sentinels though and i guess i yeah kind of like the beast fighting part and how he jumps on them and stuff but yeah i guess you're right it's not now that i think but it's about like it, it's how many there's like memorable. four sentinels there or something and then only one of them i think unless did he lace all of them with the steel or i thought it was just one he did like, I feel like that was a wasted opportunity. Like, it, it would have been cool if it was more of a, like, he's really got to concentrate on puppeting this thing. And it's fighting the other Sentinels. But also, I don't know. It, there could have been more going on. And I feel like it's just really a standoff and not a lot happening. And a little underwhelming. And then, yeah, the fight in the future there's a lot less than what I remembered. I thought there was more and it seemed very brief. Everyone just, I just like how they way. kill them all off. And yeah, I like it. It's just, I wish there was more of that. Um, and then when you flash forward to the new timeline, why doesn't everyone look much older? Because, I got the sense that this future and even the fact that Wolverine has gray temples, it's much into the future and everyone like where they, old. where they would have been like, they are basically jumping back to the equivalent of where it was happening earlier. Yeah. But like, what yeah. year is that? I don't, yeah. It seems like it's, it's up into our future because of all this tech and stuff and Wolverine looking old. Like it seems like it would be, quite a while into the future i don't yeah, think like it has decades to be. it doesn't have to be but it's i think why is bobby and what's her name still there Rogue. kitty pride Rogue. well well yeah uh, i don't know if they're students they could be teachers now teachers because uh kitty is teaching a class okay so but i do like that rogue shows up did you ever shot. watch the rogue cut the rogue cut of this? A, this yeah oh no is this for real yes <laughs> this is I, I remember uh, hearing about this yeah and she's i don't even know what is she in the future i guess i don't know this jfk film that i was talking about is called the 
Zebruder film. Z. Oh yeah, right. D-E-R. And it's just from Abraham Zebruder. Okay. That's what I was trying to remember. What do you guys want to rate this thing? Um, well, two more things. Like the Sentinels, I've been my juice is out. It's been it's all over the floor. Um, <laughs> sorry. Go there's ahead. another quote from another movie. Xavier quotes Terminator and says the future is not set. That is clearly a Terminator quote. Which freight? Which one is this? The young or the old? Uh, I think it's young. So he he wouldn't have seen Terminator. Yeah. Yet. So, so that's interesting. James Cameron got it from him. <laughs> uh, and then just a little note, and it's just in case it was ever in question, but The Last Stand is confirmed canon in this. And I always kind of thought that they just ignore it. And it's like, uh, that doesn't need to be canon. We can just, like, just do whatever. But it's like, no, there's actual flashbacks of, of Wolverine killing Gene. And... Yeah. I mean, Kelsey Grammer, that doesn't mean anything, but still, like, bringing him back kind of confirms the character there. And everyone's dressed in black. That fashion carries over from The Last Stand (laughs) into the future. They're still mourning uh, Xavier, even though he's resurrected. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. uh, I don't know. It's just one of those things where I, I, I thought that they just ignore that movie but clearly they don't and even stuff like the wolverine and how they show his claws getting stepped on and broken like so it's like okay that stuff actually did happen that's what i take from it and it's it's a bold move for them to confirm some of that stuff they should have like they should have just gone nuts with at the end where they're all back and just have like you know like adolf hitler there and like (laughs) All these other just historical figures that like this changed all kinds of. <laughs> Toad would be there with them, like just throughout yeah, everybody Saber you've Tooth seen. Is his buddy. <laughs> hey man, what's up? <laughs> hey brother. Deadpool's there. <laughs> just everything's been changed for the better. Yeah, it's like really, what else they could just bring people back? Strikers there. <laughs> <laughs> oh and then okay so that's the other thing at the end of this so wolverine hasn't well he's only just met striker in this he hasn't gone through the weapon x program clearly but then at the end it's like he's pulled out of the water and striker's there it's like i'll take him from here but then it flashes the eyes and it's mystique it's like Okay, so oh, what? I didn't. I missed that. It's mystique. It's not even a striker. So, so it's that like makes no sense, that kind of would have been better if it was him, because it's like Wolverine still ends up in the Weapon X program. It's just a different, in a different way, because then I think it's the next one. You get the Weapon X scene with him with like the headgear on and him running around all berserker. So he does end up in that somehow. And it's like, why the mystique thing? Like, it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) No, you're right. That makes no sense at all. I I wonder if, no, it's impossible that they'd be that dumb. But I wonder if they're thinking originally when they made this movie, he actually escapes 
so we'll have it be striker but it's mystique so that people know that she lets him go but then i think it's you're supposed to think weapon x right away when striker takes him in it doesn't yeah it's doesn't make any sense yeah so anyways rating wise i was sitting at a, the lightest lightest of four stars but having thought about things and nitpicking Two and and and, <laughs> and knowing that people think so highly of this i have to bring it down to a three and a half because it's like take that people yeah, that think that. highly of this yeah like <laughs> You do not deserve the extra half star. If those people weren't out there, you would have enjoyed this. Yeah, more. you got it out of spite. It's three uh, and a half. I will give it a four. I I like it more than uh, first class, but I can't give it a four and a half for whatever reason this time. So I'm going four, but it's a heavy four, and that is a light four. Yeah, that's what. I, that's basically where I was, but I. Especially the why do they need Magneto that legitimately decided for me it's not a light four, it is a three and a half. Yeah. So, uh, Nathan? Well, before we get into that, uh, in the road <laughs> cut, I was just reading oh, up yeah. on it. They tell me. There's a whole bunch, there's like 17 more minutes or something. But, uh, the idea is when Kitty Pride gets hurt, then Iceman says they need someone to take over for her. So then Rogue will come and take her powers and continue yeah. the mission. And this took 17 minutes. This yeah. And then there's <laughs> other stuff. And then Magneto I, says, how come when they do it, there are the good guys, but then when yeah. I do it, I'm a bad guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> What's the deal with... <laughs> What's the deal with... Yeah. And then uh, there's apparently Mystique seduces Beast and destroys Cerebro. Mm. That makes no sense. Uh, I, I feel like whoever forced Brian Singer like <laughs> to make the first two shorter did the world a favor. Yes. Like, the guy doesn't... Like, I think if you just left it up to him, these would all be three-hour movies, and we'd be like, "Wait a minute, why is this in here? Like, what's happening here?" Yeah, it's like, a classic. It'd be Superman Returns. It's a George in, Lucas scenario. It is original yeah. Star Wars. It's like he can't there were people reining him. him in. It's like you yeah. got the ideas, just calm down with some of them, and then when he gets free reign, then it's just bonkers. Not that this is that bonkers, but. You do need somebody to dial it back. Yeah. You need a voice of reason. Maybe he went back in the future and re-added them. Hmm. Yeah. Start thinking about mm. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you giving it, Nathan? I gave it a four. <laughs> oh, wow. There is also an explanation of how the Sentinels, because Iceman and Magneto go back to find Rogue, she's at the X Mansion, and then on their way back, somehow the Sentinels track them. So that's how they and find then I, them in China. Iceman goes skating with her finally, after not skating after skating with Kitty Fried. Iceman dies <laughs> saving Rogue. He died. How does he die in this one? He just kind of gets 
the crap kicked out of him, more or less. Like they melt him, right, or something? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Nixon well, has an F bomb. So that's two F bombs. Or yeah, two. Yeah. So they had to cut one out. Yeah. I chose. They chose the right one. I agree with that. I like the F bomb callback. Yeah, I, I think the scene works when uh, when Xavier says, "I think." His yeah, remember when you were a nobody and you just didn't want to deal with us, and now I'm going to be so angry at you because of no reason. It really <laughs> works. I can't read you right now. I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting tired. I'm like, yeah, he's right. That makes. Oh wait, no, he's mocking me. <laughs> I st- yeah. Um, okay, so Nathan vaguely explained ranking this, um, but for both of these two movies, where do they fall on your X Men rankings? They're both first if you eliminate all the other X Men. <laughs> With the exception of the first one. If these were the no, I do know, yeah, I do, I know what you mean, Nathan. I know what you mean. Like, it is weird. Yeah, I could see you not counting. Although, it's not that much of a hot take to say this is number three. Are we including everything that we've watched? Yeah. All the things we have discussed, including Wolverine solo movies, which there have been three. So, I think those count as X-Men franchise. Okay. I will say... Simply, X-Men 1, 2, and 3 are my favorite. I'm not saying the quality. I think Logan is better than this movie, but I'd rather watch this one. So, Wait, 1, 2, and 3, you mean? Of Brian Singer's. Like, my okay. my okay. 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> Brian Singer 1, 2, uh, and 3. Are his okay. 1, 2, and 3. That trilogy, If I couldn't <laughs> be more clear than that, I don't want to be clear. And where does First Class fall? Probably... So then, uh, the Wolverine and whatever the first Wolverine. So you're not counting Logan, but you're counting the Wolverine. No, I'm saying counting everything. He's saying he wouldn't rather watch Logan. Oh, okay, okay, all right. So the Brian Singer trilogy (laughs) and Logan. Okay. And then I think uh, first class class is better than number three. Last okay. stand, I think, and then uh, whatever the two Wolverines. I don't give a sh- crap about those. <laughs> I would say, uh, I really, yeah. I so Logan number statement. one, number one. I wanted, yeah. This is what it was last time too. I think wasn't it? I don't know. I, don't I think care. I had Logan number one, and then I would say, I really wanted Days of Future Past. I thought it, it would be cool if it slid in ahead of the original two, but that it, would it be didn't cool. get there. Logan, one, Very cool. two, Days of Future Past, First Class, Last Stand. Um, Where's X-Men 2? No, no, sorry. Wolverine. So, yeah. So, that was in there. So, Logan, one, two, okay. Days of Future Past, First Class, The Wolverine, Last Stand, Wolverine, Secret Code Mission, Code Name Wolverine. <laughs> You you like the Wolverine better than Last Stand? Oh, yes. the Last Stand, sure. Yeah. Okay, I think we're all all four. We have the same top four, but all a different order. Because I would be first X Men, then Logan, then X Two, then 
days of future past. Uh, so I think just our Logan. But where do you around. go from there? So this is this is where a game changer. <laughs> 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 then I would I prefer X Men: The Last Stand over First Class, where you guys had it, those switched, and then the Wolverine, and then X Men Origins Wolverine. Which I don't even know about that because I think I prefer watching X Men Origins Wolverine, but it is a worse movie. But if we're talking about what I would rather watch, (laughs) I don't believe. I think you've, I think you've been mind wiped from uh, watching Wolverine. The Wolverine. I hope your buddy Matt Vaughn doesn't hear this. He's not gonna be too thrilled. Yeah, I I know. I'm not gonna be invited to uh, start the Kingsman Three. I started watching The King's Man. Uh, oh, that is there is a third one of those. Yeah, it's a prequel. And it is him. It's not some other guy. But no, I've, I've been ranking these. I've made a list on Letterboxd so that I'm doing them as we watch them. So it's all fresh. <laughs> there goes my hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's an eight movie list. You can check out X-Men Ranked on Letterboxd. List by leave a comment. Yeah, leave a comment and a like. So um, do we have two more movies and then we're done with this? At least. Crap? <laughs> yeah, actually, um, there's X-Men Apocalypse and X-Men Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Yes. Uh, and then what about New Mutants? <laughs> no. New Mutants and Deadpool 1 and 2. <laughs> I'm done. And Deadpool Once Upon a Christmas. So, have you guys seen Phoenix? No. Yeah. You did I see it? Not. Yeah, I saw it in theaters. Whoa. I'm, a, I'm an ex-head. You're an ex-head. <laughs> and I think Aaron, I went with Aaron. Feels like the kind of movie I otherwise wouldn't see. So, a five-banger. Well, I'm a Chastain <laughs> brain, and I didn't see it. Is she in that movie? <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, but she has white hair, so it's all weird. Uh, um... Uh, I thought New she mutants. played Phoenix. Yeah, I saw it too. <laughs> uh, and you guys haven't seen Apocalypse that much? I've seen it once or twice. I I guarantee you I've only seen it once. I I have a feeling I've only seen it once and then parts of it. Uh, I've seen the trailer multiple times. <laughs> it, oh yeah, I'm that, curious that to reminds see where me you guys there's rate a stinger it. for Apocalypse at the end of this one. Yeah, there is. Yeah, and it's better than Apocalypse. It is so bad, Apocalypse. <laughs> I'm very interested in it, and I, think I can't wait to see where you guys rate it because you're gonna have to. You're gonna have some problems. Are it's we gonna amazing. double those up? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we did it for these two juicy these, gems. These are might as well. these are actually pretty good movies, or okay ones, and then yeah. those ones two are trash. Truth comes out. We'll just be crapping <laughs> on those. So, but Apocalypse, is it worse than Wolverine Origin? I don't think so. But I don't see where you're going to go, ratings-wise. Got yourself in a bit of a pickle there. You got First Class at three, and you got Origins at one and a half or two. So you're running out of room there to fit it in between those two. Well, I think... Glad I'm not on your letterbox. I I think it probably is... my instinct right now, it's a one and a half or a two. It's going to have to be. Well, it, maybe it could be a one. <laughs> like, it, it's special bad. 
I don't think it's as bad as uh, Wolf Origin. No, but you're you're dumb. No, you don't understand. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you're. I think Origin is probably more fun. You to might watch. have to research your letterbox account to make these make sense. <laughs> A hard white. You're gonna have to code it so there's an extra star in there. Because you had to make a case out of first class, give it a three. Couldn't go three and a half even. Yeah, it, my dropping it to two and a half puts me in a real pickle. You're, yeah, <laughs> but you guys are. I'm also. Uh, You're the psycho uh, that we're saying that Quicksilver is not as good as this other guy. <laughs> uh, no, I also, in my lists, I won't strictly order it by what I've rated it. I can rate yeah. something high and still put it lower in a list. You're just doing you're whatever have... you want. You're just <laughs> I'm you're just flying. But you're gonna have to though. You guys and... are you no, guys I'm are gonna... playing marching band and I'm over here doing jazz. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have I can give apocalypse a two and a half and just sleep well at night knowing that it all checks out. <laughs> yeah. You're a numbers. And man. Dark Phoenix. Like, I mean well yeah. We got plenty that, of room that will that. be fun because I haven't seen it. Yeah, at least I get to for both of us. watch something trash. Yeah, that is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my throat is killing me. Yeah, I have to go pee. Yeah, I thought we were carrying this, and then Nathan was ranting and raving the whole time. Yeah, no, he really came through, and we needed him <laughs> in the days of future past. <laughs> yeah, he brought my star rating down. Should I hit stop when I'm recording? Should I say anything? Uh, well, I'll thank you for joining us. And okay. you can thank us for having you. Thanks for joining us, Steve. It's, it's always a pleasure. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, and Thanks for having me. I can't tell you what's on next week. I f I'm not sure if we're doing the month or if we have to come up with something else. I think... It'll be a surprise, so surprise! Join us next week. Thanks for listening. my hero.